this week on the program, the pearl clutching that this movie caused in this country upon release is one of the funniest things you will ever hear about. It's Silent Night, Deadly Night. I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Slayska. <laughs> Candy Cane, Chris Cabin. Oh, fuck yeah. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. We're talking Charles E. Sellier Jr.'s 1984. Sellier? Sellier. Sellier. I believe. That sounds like one of the ingredients they put into the pot in the Chewbacca Christmas special. Oh, when you're making the roast there, the panther roast. This is throwing a director of Silent Night, Deadly Night. This is Paproika. This is a little De Palma we're putting in there. I guess that's a perfect segue, Chris. We should mention that we are doing this Star Wars holiday special on Patreon. Yeah. It's amazing. We haven't we have not even started talking about this movie. You're fucking plugging another episode. Oh, of course. Well, listen to that one. That's a good one. But this is Silent Night, Deadly Night. It's a Christmas horror classic. It is a classic. I love this movie. I think it's a great. I think it's a great movie, actually. I I I, I think it's a perfect slasher. Like yep. right down the middle. I don't think it has any. It's like no fuss, no muss. That's kind of what I like a lot about it. It's uh, like it's a shampoo. Speaking of no fuss, no uh, no fuss, no muss. Like it's like a shampoo that knows it's really good and it gets the job done, uh-huh. but. It's not trying to turn your head with a bunch of fancy smells and whatnot. No. Yeah, yeah. You got to add conditioner after. It's not the orange dandruff shampoo that smells like you're degreasing something. Oh, no, 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 we no. We should quickly mention that Steve yes. was, we uh, we told him, listen, it's going to be a lot of fun if you dress as Santa for this episode. Come on in right. as Santa. The fella had a psychotic break. Yeah, total, I mean, total freak out. He remembered yeah. what happened with his father. Before. Yeah. I mean, and it was a it was a dark night. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, last we heard from him, he was saying punish, and he laughed. So. Punish, naughty, <laughs> punish. Naughty. I think that's most of the dialogue in this <laughs> film, which is great. Another reason I love this movie as a slasher is we're not hiding who the killer is. I think a lot of modern horror does this. It's sure. Like, it's like, oh, who did it? Ooh, dad, who, who did because it? Because it's like another thing. The psychology put, behind it. I, it's another thing to add to this. Because the slasher doesn't have much. Like, right? It's, uh, yeah. you know, it's a little revenge tale or some kind of killer tale. Like, sure. Mm-hmm. Six kids are there. Five kids get killed. <laughs> this is how it happens. A lot of these kinds of movies are math equations. And I think, right, the one way you make it like sort of more quote unquote interesting is when you had like the whodunit slasher, like your first Friday the 13th, like right. who's behind that POV, oh, yeah. et cetera, versus like knowing that it's like uh, uh, Michael Myers the whole time or or whatever. And I do like when the, the business is just out in the open. Yes. I really yes. do. I do, yeah. It's like, I mean, like that is why, I mean, it's not from the very beginning, I guess. I mean, this is why The Vanishing is the best movie ever. It's just like, sure. right about halfway through, you start, you're like, oh, it's, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I like scenes where I can like sit with the killer too and yeah. like yes. observe what's going on with that person or whatever instead of just like 
a bunch of either like lame POV kills or just like, uh oh, a hand came out of nowhere and slashed your throat and vanished into the night. Exactly. Yeah, I do really appreciate getting to know the killer. Well, because I think the issue is that whodunits, we know all the equations. Right. Like, and if you can't do any of those, you know, occasionally they sneak up on you and you get something that actually surprises you. Yeah. I'm, I'm forgetting the last time. That, see, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Like the, it does happen occasionally. When you're saying the reveal surprises yeah, you, yeah, it's always oh, right. a letdown. It, it is. It's, it's almost always exactly. a letdown. It's always yeah. a letdown, and then and then you 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 if the rewatchability is a factor too, because then you watch these movies, and then it's just like you you're focusing on this red herring so much, and yep. you've seen it now a hundred times. So what's the point? Yeah, um, exactly. Um, I so, mean, I will say, oh, yeah, sure. with Scream though, to get back to slashers, I it is interesting to rewatch it knowing Skeet. Uh, and and uh, Matthew Lillard, Lillard yeah. are uh, the guys because Ski Arc actually does play it up a bit in that it, before it's revealed. Yeah, like you can see him like kind of th- like adding little things to it. Yeah, and I, I think like the the direction you give for stuff like that, and maybe Wes even did that for those two dudes. It's like, <sighs> all right, in this scene, like you're acting like you are the killer. Yeah, and in this in this other scene, you're not the killer. Kind of like how um. What's her face? Uh, Mary Heron, I believe, directed... Uh, American Psycho? Uh, yes. How she directed uh, Defoe in that movie. Defoe. Like, in this in this scene, you know that Patrick Bateman is the murderer. Yes. In this That's take, amazing. you don't. Yeah. Right. And, then she, and then she edited them all together. Exactly. And it beca- it's so... It's such a weird stew that you can even see how pa- Patrick Bateman would be like, what is going on? It's tightrope. Yeah. It's a total yes. tightrope. Yeah. Hey, speaking of a total tightrope... Yeah. Uh, releasing these kinds of movies when you do this movie was released the same exact day as a nightmare on elm street really same exact day funny that this got the pearl clutching and it's like oh a uh yeah uh janitor child molester who the town burns in a furnace (laughs) who comes back from the dead to kill you in your dreams with a knife glove everyone's applauding it this movie got dragged through the dirt, got protested in the what? streets. Oh, Ro- yeah. Fucking Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel Ridiculous. acting like this is the end of civilization. Absolutely <laughs> insane of the, either of them to do that. But I, I, I think it is because, well, Freddie, I mean, that's not happening. Crazy guy in a Santa Claus costume axing a couple people to death. That could happen. You know, That's true. you get one of these Santa Con guys and a little too happen. pissed off. And it will happen. It might happen. This year, I vow it. Well, oh, oh you, you got your go. costume already? No, no. Steve's out in the woods. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's going to happen. Sorry. Sure. I mean, yeah, I can see that, dude. But like, you know, complaining about one and not the other when literally both came out on the same day is very funny. Uh, also, though, interestingly, this movie was outgrossing Nightmare on Elm Street in the first week. And then after all the stupid pearl clutching protests. Try uh, TriStar Pictures pulled the movie from theaters, and Nightmare on Elm Street goes on to be Nightmare on Elm Street. We could have lived in a different world where we had way more Santa murder content. Oh well, it's also it's idiotic. Like what? Leave it. Oh, everybody's talking about this movie. Let's make sure they can't see it. Like just like that's what I mean. The Howard Stern formula. Like you piss them off enough that they need to see it. And like if there's a situation like that where for 
fucking papers and opinion pieces are being written about the thing. <laughs> People are going to sneak in and People see that see movie. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, exactly. Like, TriStar only, like, undercut money they could have made. I here. watched a news, like, there's on YouTube, there's some, like, you know, supplemental stuff about this movie. News footage of, like, actual broadcasters talking about the protests uh. and stuff and how, like, now they're trying to use the controversy and put it back in theaters in, like, May or something. Oh, interesting. You had to be far enough away from Christmas. So sure. they were trying to cash in on it, and it's... I, I don't know if it was the director. I think it was the producer, actually. who's funny enough, named Ira. I guess oh, named like, after Ira. I think it's after the yeah, yeah, the story, yeah. And he was saying, like, that, uh, you know, Ebert and Siskel, like, are hypocritical because it's like, you wanted something to talk about, and you got it. And if you really thought this movie should be buried, you wouldn't even have addressed it. You wouldn't have risen its profile exactly. by covering it on correct. the movies. Uh, completely correct. Yeah. Like, Dude, uh, just dead on. Siskel's thing where he's like, Listing the names of like the production companies oh, and like yeah, the associates. Like, are you happy with yourselves? Yeah. Well, yeah, they were for the first fucking weekend. They were making money hand over fucking foot. Oh, walk into traffic, Gene. Like <laughs> I mean, Jesus. This is things like you know they they famously hated so many slashers. They hated Friday the Thirteenth uh, Part Four oh, especially. Sure. Yes, yeah. And it's just like this movie is actually trying to get. There, it's doing more than those. I mean, I probably love a lot of the Friday movies more, but this is really trying to get to the psychology of a killer in a way, yeah, in a very interesting way that hasn't been done all that often. And just to pan it outright, well, because it's all about this false moralism, right? It's just like a traditional view of what, like, because they like. I'm, I'm sorry, they both have love movies that infer similar kind of situations sure it's just the the filming of it and even the filming of it i would bet you there are bloody movies that they both were like oh that's fine because it's realistic because this is i think it's like you know because you're daring slander the almighty santa claus and that's the i guess you know you could if you want to see their point i guess you think about you're watching television your kids are there they have a TV spot for Silent Night, Deadly Night. And it's like, what? Santa's mean. Oh, no, a mean Santa. I, do, I don't think I would like to ne- hear about uh, Black Peter or Krampus or <laughs> any of those things. I or, mean, it's just- but, you know, but it's existed prior to this. There's that famous song, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. This dude was getting down chimneys. He was trying to get into your mom's chimney. The same people who hated this movie and got got all pissy about it. Right. Absolutely love that song. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I would love. You know what? I'd love to be cucked by Santa. This is a better song, though. Santa's come. Is it? No, no. Santa's watching. Santa's creeping. It's Santa's coming. It's like Christmas. Santa's (laughs) watching through the peephole. Santa's jerking in his motel. Oh, that's psycho. Excuse me. He's watching through the peephole playing with his pee hole. Oh, but now it's the glory hole. Oh, oh shit. shit. There Besides, we go. Mid-game. There you go. That's an in-game decision. Uh-huh. That is how this movie starts with eerie, sing-songy. It's like, it's it's a Christmas-themed nursery rhyme is what it right. kind of sounds like. I mean, because speaking of Nightmare on Elm Street, it does kind of sound like one, two, Freddy. Yes, like that kind of shit. Does. Um, But I do like it. I like We've been we've been touching on this a lot. I feel like we got to keep pumping it up because pump it. You got to pump, pump it, dude. Pump, pump, pump it, it up. Pump it. <laughs> Opening credits, getting us ready to get into the movie. Everybody, put your your soda in the cup holder. Yeah. We got a movie coming here. We got gentle opening titles. It's a cool like 
flashy light font kind of. The, the, you go in, like you put, there's a pull into the yep. uh, uh, wreath. And it's like, I think that, is that a Halloween specific thing? Oh, like the, moving in on the, the, the jack yeah, lantern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, Maybe. Because that's know. the first thing I thought of. But like, I, I don't know if there's another movie that did it before that. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, but we start, it's Christmas Eve, 1971. Oh, We're yeah. in Bartlett's Field is the name of the town. This is uh, Utah, I believe we're talking about. Of course it is. It's <laughs> a Utah <laughs> mental facility, not uh, the whatever, the Bakersfield. Dude, that side, so it's like, it's this family of, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a mom and a dad, a, a little toddler there, and I believe an infant. Is there a, yes. is there a yes, baby? There's, there's a baby. A, there's a baby. And baby. we are driving, and it is, it's kind of funny because this movie came out two years before Christmas Vacation, but Christmas Vacation <laughs> opens with the Griswolds in the shipbox station wagon, wood panel station wagon, driving on like a snow-covered road. And this is the same exact start. And it's kind of funny because the woman playing the mother looks almost exactly like Beverly D'Angelo. Right, Did you guys yeah. notice that? Definitely sure, has yeah. a feel about it. I would love if fucking Holiday Road start kicked in. Oh, oh my God. God. No, Santa's, funny. Santa's assaulting your mother. Roll them up. Roll up those windows. <laughs> Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Mental Utah mental facility, <laughs> and we get yeah, we get to this sign, and it is just Utah mental facility is the sign oh. that's out front of this building. Very funny, and it's like, all right, we're going to visit Grandpa. Oh, Grandpa doesn't even talk; he doesn't know we're there anymore. Well, blah, blah, blah. we gotta go because it's the holidays or whatever. They go in to visit, I, and I love because it's like a cheap, low budget movie, right? But here's this like mental facility, such as it is. It's just the family, the grandfather, and the one attendant. There's not a single extra to be fucking found. <laughs> they are the only yeah, people yeah. in this building. Yes, we're yeah. saving money. We're making an, 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 a, a cheap and effective movie. We're just getting right. in and out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but at that point, I would offer like a beer to someone on the street. Hey, would you walk behind this person? <laughs> Chris, yes, it's exactly. Utah. There's no one on the street. Oh, yeah. There's no one there. There's nobody. <laughs> it's, it's empty. A ghost town. It's empty. This, is, is this the best movie out of Utah? I don't know, but it's we'll definitely have to do up some there. Research, we'd right? have to do a lot of well, research. Well, they filmed in some of those salt flats for Planet of the Apes, and that's a better oh, movie than this. That's true. Did, that could have used Santa, though. Is it? The, is that where the Outwaters was shot to, or is that a? Uh, oh is that my out California? God! Is that? It's get your damn dirty Santa glove off of me. <laughs> to answer Chris's question that he was asking about the Outwaters, uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't remember where that was filmed. But yes, Eric, to your point, I feel like I'm a parent going back and forth here. But Eric, your point about Santa talking to the Planet of the Apes is also very funny. <laughs> I'll look up where the Outworlds was shot. Let's see. That was Outwaters. That? Outwaters. Okay, I'm thinking of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah there you go. Actually, that fucking Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation, those were some weird you salt know? flats areas. Yeah, Maybe you <laughs> might be right there. Oh, uh, uh, it looks surprised. like it belongs to California. Uh, yeah. oh, Mojave Desert. Go. There we go. Uh, the grandfather, by the way, the actor Will Hare playing this like uh, catatonic grandfather. I, I recognized him. Old man Peabody from Back to the Future. Of course. Oh, you oh, space yeah. bastard! You killed my pie! All right, that's it. We got we to gotta put him in the home now. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> you talk about the pine being uh -huh. murdered. Yep, yep. Oh, he thinks an alien destroyed his pine tree. He keeps babbling how it would have been called the Twin Pines Mall, but now it's just Lone Pine Mall. Now it's got to be the Lone Pine Mental Facility. <laughs> no, sir, it was chopped down. It was not killed. Like, you can't slaughter it. I really, and I guess it's like, the explanation is what, like, grandpa's crazy? Because, like, 
what is the motivation of this grandfather just completely destroying his grandson's life in this moment? I yeah, mean, if it's pretty <laughs> awesome. This is what I would do if I had kids. This is yeah, I, I this thought is, of you exactly. Yes. The greatest oh, yeah. example of why you should not have children is you would fucking do this to them oh, hardcore. Yes. Well, for, I dog toothed the first generation. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Really the next, messed them up good. The next generation, I'd be like, Christmas Eve is the scariest night of the year. Well, it's the scheming, right? It's the yeah. waiting until your your son right. leaves the room that and being looking around amazing. being like, Santa kills people on Christmas Eve. He nope. comes into your house and he'll take what you love. He only gives presents to the good ones. But if you've been naughty, you're done. Uh, but you- son, son, he's catatonic. He hasn't said anything for years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you better run, boy. You better run for your life. And like, that's what that like the play acting is what is so fucked up about it. Because it's like, oh, yeah, grandpa just sits here all day, whatever. And then the single attendant in the Utah mental facility is like, oh, can I please uh, like, we'll just go to the other room and talk about your father's condition. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. they all walk away and they leave this little boy with the grandfather. And that's when this dude comes to life yeah. like a magic <laughs> nutcracker of some kind. Yes. And, you know common trope right the harbinger of doom here yes. sure well but i also do i kind of like the idea of this being a the whole thing like a lucille bluth-esque scheme that got out of control <laughs> oh sure he hired the guy at the santa claus costume uh-huh. oh it's gene parmesan <laughs> yeah gene parmesan <laughs> oh gene took it way too far then if that's the case <laughs> I, I tried to tell him to stay off the sauce before he got on the job, and he just let it, let it get away from him. That's the other thing, Chris. Good point. There's no evidence that this grandfather, old man Peabody here, is consuming alcohol, but this guy's playing it like he's wasted, oh, which is great. You oh, can yeah. smell it. <laughs> so they get back in the car, and it's like, oh, uh uh, mommy Santa Claus is going to because the kid's like mommy were you ever naughty and she's like oh maybe a few times ah. and he's like oh yeah well Santa Claus is going to punish you then they're like what the fuck what did you say to me how did what did you hear that from and he's like oh that's what grandpa said the dude's driving the car like oh fuck now my kid's crazy too that guy hasn't <laughs> spoken a word in years all right you know what we're gonna just go to your great your racist father next time <laughs> it, it's not this bad i mean it's it's bad but it's not this bad I'll just put earmuffs on <laughs> it is don't leave of, the room you know what i'd argue it's probably better to fear santa claus is than general swaths of people <laughs> well yeah that's my my maybe a problem yeah maybe i don't know it is kind of funny, though, when uh, they're like, where did you hear that from? And he's like, oh, grandpa told me. And the, the wife goes, oh, geez, honey. Wow. What a development for your father. Should we go back to the hospital and tell them? The dude's like, nah. nah. <laughs> if they did, so. if they did, none of this would have happened. You're totally right. Kept on saying nobody can help you. Nobody can help <laughs> oh, you. Man. So, like, that's the awkward convo happening. We cut to this convenience store and, like, this is where the movie just jumps in head first. There's a dude comes in as Santa Claus. He's buying stuff. And then, uh-oh, it's a holdup. Mm. And this guy is just like, you know, getting the cash or whatever. The, the fucking cashier tries to do a one false move kind of a thing. And the Santa Claus fucking murders this guy. Gets him real good. The Squib City. Including by the way. a shot in the head. Now, I think I saw... I, this movie was shorter, and now there's an 80-something minute cut. I going. saw the 84-minute cut. Yes, me too. me too. Yeah, it adds a little more gore and violence, but you can tell what was cut because the quality changes. Yes, yeah, because this was what you can rent is the Scream Factory Blu-ray edition, 
And that was right. like they they tried their best and those added moments like were so fucked up that you couldn't uh, 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 restore them really. Yeah. I mean, this is exactly how I saw the uh, unrated version of My Bloody Valentine oh. had these kinds of switches to less sure. uh, degraded footage. Um, I actually don't mind that stuff because like, I do like it. It's, you know, when I'm yeah. watching those extended things, I'm always like, what was the stuff that was extended? At least this way you <laughs> well, can tell. Exactly. That looks like shitty. It. It's the lost footage. It's at the benefit, excuse me if I'm going to be a, a snob here for a second. It is the uh, benefit of watching uh, like essay films is that stuff like that, like the Metropolis supercut with all the stuff in it. Oh, sure. Is yeah. amazing to me. I love yeah. it. And it's yeah. because like you can be like, oh, yeah, just a piece of paper in there. That's fine. This is the storyboard part yeah, yeah. of what this was supposed I to like look that. like. I it's think that's cool. really cool. <laughs> I don't know about you folks, but I trust my gut because when I see a hitchhiker carrying a human-sized garbage bag, I keep on driving. And there's a reason you should trust your gut. Your whole body's health starts there. 61% of people experience gastrointestinal discomfort and Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic is a new standard in probiotics. It is a non-fermenting formula that is backed by clinical trials and scientific studies and delivers more of what you need where you need it. I just started a routine including uh, Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic in there, and folks, I love it. Healthy and regular stool quality. If you've listened to We Ate Movies for a while, you know how important stool quality is around this office. I love that it is easy to fit into my daily routine as well, and I love just feeling a little bit better while taking it. It provides relief from occasional uh, digestive discomfort, a bloating, and yes, intermittent constipation as well. So help your gut, help your heart, and help your skin all in one place. Seed is safe, effective, and science-backed. A broad-spectrum probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 cl clinical and scientifically studied strains for whole body benefits. Seed has been rigorously tested for 14 classes of allergens defined by the European Food Safety Authority. That's Europe, folks. They have standards. So listen to your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic by going to seed.com slash WHM and use code 25WHM to get 25% off your first month. Remember, that is seed.com slash WHM and use code 25WHM to get that 25% off your first month. And the actor playing the Killer Santa here is... Uh, Charles Deerkop, Deerkop, um, he's a you deer might, cop. You might know. Oh, I mean, shit. he's he's got a very interesting face. You can't really see it in this movie because he's got the beard on. Yeah, he's got a very very like flattened nose and stuff. Very interesting look. He was in The Sting, Butch Cassidy. Wow, and uh, 1985, I believe, is The Fix. Oh yeah, which is some movie I found on VHS that doesn't exist outside of that. Oh one wait, copy oh, I'm, I'm thinking of different movies. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's kind of a unknown movie that's not worth your time, but it's one that I've seen. So <laughs> I was I'm just thinking it. of the Australian pop band The Fix. Oh yes, which it's is it's great a band, extra dude. X there, and yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not much in the way of great movies. band. Although featured in House of the Devil, some of the yes. music anyway. Um, so anyway, this dude goes. Uh, because the guy, the cashier, before he pulls the gun, is like, "What are you doing?" And the guy goes. I'm holding you up, asshole, which is fucking great. I mean, the first guy who thought of putting on the Santa Claus costume before killing someone. Yeah. That must have been like the first guy who found gold in a river. Like, oh, yeah. You just you must be really just uh, 
Oh my God. Nobody's thought of this? Right. Because no yeah. nobody suspects Santa Claus. Yeah. And like a Santa suit's perfect if you want to go camouflage in blood, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, there's going to be a lot of blood, and you're already wearing red. Are, are you having problems getting into homes of people you want to thieve or murder? Well, you yeah. just show up looking like, say, I'm here to, for, for donations for the orphanage. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm Santa Claus. If you have a Absolutely. break from reality, it is a great idea. Incredible idea. Yeah. Just genius uh, work. Like another great movie. Maybe Probably better than this one, Christmas Evil. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I love Christmas that movie. Evil has a great. Uh, when you see uh, places advertising, maybe playing Christmas Evil or like Christmas Evil top picks, you know, top horror holiday picks or whatever, everyone always uses the same frame, and it's of the Santa. Uh, it's the beginning of the movie. It's the Santa like on his knees and basically like putting his face in the mother's crotch <laughs> in front of the Christmas tree. And like, that's the promotion. Hey, mommy's still. kissing Santa Claus or oh, Santa, Santa Claus, Claus is kissing mommy right. downtown, dude. That's what's going that's, on. That uh, movie. Instead of Santa Claus, Santa Conalingus today. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Santa Conalingus. Yes. Yeah, it just rolls uh, off. The oh, wait, 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 I got it. I got it. Yes, please. Santa Clausalingus. Oh, yep. There mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it really, it rolls off the tongue. Yep, I fixed it. Tighten it up. There it is. Yeah, it's a finger at a certain point that the claws. Uh, I love this dude in the parking lot. Like after he, after he straight up murders this guy and empties out his cash register, he's out in the parking lot and he looks and he goes, $31. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> I'm really put out by murdering you. It's like yeah. you robbed a fucking dirt shit convenience store on yeah. the side of a dark highway what did you think it's, the score was gonna it's be it's utah you're lucky you got that much yeah, yeah. you uh, gotta what you should have done is should knock over one of the, like a soda bar or something oh Ooh, sure yeah, that then you would get the real money that's where the high spenders Kill all are. the soda jerks yeah the highest the <laughs> highest quality root beer that's what yeah really gets all you the five dollar milkshakes yeah. and oh, yeah, all right because it's utah right they yeah, don't yeah. it's uh verboten to Mormon drink, country yeah. that's right i mean this this gas station looks like the gas station that bookends Halloween three, just middle of nowhere highway road. Yes, and yeah, you yeah. can tell it's the middle of the nowhere highway road because it's Utah. Well, because it's Utah. <laughs> but here it comes our intrepid family driving along, singing a song, having a great day. And uh oh, who's that broken down on the side of the road? Oh, could it be Santa Claus himself, kids? <laughs> Listen point of order never just, stop for anyone i mean never stop for anyone but especially i'm sorry a dude dressed up like santa yeah because if costume, it's a real any costume good point yes. but again if you see specifically a santa because this is we got to warn this time of year dude you know oh, if right. you see a santa claus yeah. on the side of the road and he's still dressed up and he's got the hat and the fake beard or whatever don't stop because any non-psychopath would take the jacket off, take the beard yes. off. Hey, I'm just a guy that broke yes. down on the side of the Obviously. road. Obviously. Right. You're not yes. staying in your Santa Claus but, ghetto. But to, the, I mean, to Eric's point, I I would sooner trust someone in the vampire little blood streaks down the chin thing before <laughs> yeah. I'm trusting a Santa Claus in the middle of the road. But what if it's near Christmas? Isn't that unsettling some kind of full Dracula outfit? Nah, I, I would. I yeah. trust it more. He's not trying to get one over me. He's right. clearly just crazy. Yeah, Dracula is some monster you can reason with. Santa, you don't no, know what. No, you don't no. know what he's thinking. No, because yeah. that guy, he's all black and white. You're either naughty or nice, and that's it. Right. And this Dracula dude, mm-hmm. he sees the in between. He bends the rules. He's like, are you sexy enough to have sex? 
sex with instead of outright murder? <laughs> or are you like cool enough? Maybe I could have a buddy. I'll turn you. Yeah, because well, Dracula does care about social yes. circles. He loves yes. that shit. He wants to keep up appearances to a certain degree. I mean, precisely. that's why he's buying fucking what? Carfax Abbey or whatever. That's it's, right. It's just to keep up appearances. Dracula is in society. Santa is off the grid, I, isolated, <laughs> to be North fa- Pole, asshole. I, I agree with all this, but to be fair, he used to be better. Oh, now I sound like a grampy. He used to be better, but after he had his encounter with the Oogie Boogie Man, he <laughs> went right off the rails. You're right. He just became That's really true. bitter, resentful. <laughs> yes. I'll yeah, tell you, though. Piece of shit, Santa. <laughs> We're recording this on, like, December 2nd, so we are in the throes of the holiday season, such as it is. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I'd probably be freaked out if I was driving along and there was a fucking Dracula broken down. On the side right. of the road. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'd be fine. But cer- certainly out of season for you, Count. The mm-hmm. Santa Claus would freak me out, though. That would I'd be me like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I see those dudes outside of like a mall setting or like jingling a bell for a shitty Salvation Army. Oh, thing. right. Yeah. What is you that know? all about? Is that a real thing? It is, Are but like this, the Salvation anyway? Army's got some problems. Yeah, I saw one guy on the local news from the Salvation Army the other day mm. in full military uniform. I'm like, I didn't think it was an actual army. <laughs> oh, oh, now it is, dude. You know, they got they, like generals and things. Yeah. They're recruiting. Yeah. yeah. The Salvation Army. Yeah. <laughs> they got a lot of officers, too. Not too many petties. <laughs> so this scene is pretty horrifying. So the guy comes up. It's like, oh, Santa Claus, eh? Uh, what what can we uh, and the dad is playing along with the dude's like oh what can we do for you Santa I'm wow. like dude your family's gonna get murdered right now it's so yeah. dumb don't <laughs> don't call him Santa yeah exactly sir what's go uh, did you break down on your way to the department store sir is the J C Penny expecting you in forty minutes <laughs> well yeah this guy's got to k- get a couple lines off first he's been boiling he's just been thinking oh man can I get a riff going with this guy <laughs> yep mid fucking panic attack yes for my child. <laughs> And uh, so this dude pulls out a gun and shoots the father. Well, no, no, the dad, he pulls out the gun and the dad is like, oh, Santa, how could you? And like this dude backs up the car. Santa, though, just go forward. Yeah. Run this fucker down or run, you know, away from him or whatever. So Santa starts firing off here like it's fucking lethal weapon gets (laughs) gets this dad. Right between the eyes. Headshot. Windshield, dude. Pretty wild. Total headshot. It's awesome. And the dad, because of that, like jerks the wheel. The car goes flying into a fucking ditch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the dad falls out dead. The mom's trying to run away. The kid runs off into the woods, but like just so far enough that he can turn back and watch all this horror unfold. And like this guy's like assaulting this woman. It's fucking yeah, horrible. But don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah. He stops and murders her. Right. Yeah, it that's, is well, that's a, true. It, yes. it seems to be an attempted situation that then becomes a full-on murder instead. And this dude, when he rips the shirt open, it's kind of the scariest part of the movie because he just goes, ho, ho, ho. And I was like, oh, no, Christ. no. Uh, so, yeah, she's dead. He decides to just cut her throat instead. And then he's, like, mm-hmm. looking for the kid. And he's like, where are you, you little bastard? And, like, you're seeing from little Billy's point of view, like, a very scary Santa Claus man with blood all over him and maybe some of your father's brains. Yeah. Uh, you know, looking for you, calling you a little bastard or whatever. And like <laughs> this kid 
is ruined forever. I know, yeah. but you know, he should have channeled this into a more uh, effective method, like Batman, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He sure. He became Santa Man. He, he faced his fears and faced yep. it earlier. Dude, uh-huh. yeah. Underneath his house, it's like a total winter wonderland. That's right. where his hideout is. He dresses up as Santa and just, just murders like bad Santas. He's got like that. his Joker is Jesus. <laughs> yes. The guy who will just <laughs> show Honestly, up. Honestly, <laughs> probably the most ultimate Joker of all time, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. He's got a calling card, a little cross here. <laughs> I think for theatrics like you, it turns water into wine. It's a calling card. It's a resurrected Lazarus. It's just a lot of fish. <laughs> it's a ton of fish. It's just a card, and sh- it's made out of like communion wafer yeah. material. Yeah. That he's a powerful guy. That Jesus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, but he, like he'd Joker, beat, he'd beat he'd probably beat Joker and Santa in a fight. I think you're gonna be my false idol for a long time. <laughs> you want to know how I got these holes in my hands? <laughs> yeah. You want to know how I got this stigmata? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's the next step. I know Mel Gibson kind of already did a Jesus horror movie. Oh, oh sure, but sure Jesus did. horror movie. He, like the the night he came back, my God! Hey, and actually, not to say too many good things about the Passion of the Christ, but I will say, uh, met with, I would argue, much more vociferous, loud, obnoxious protesting when that movie was released. And you know what? They kept it in theaters, and yeah. it made a shit ton of, of course money. They did. Mm-hmm. Right, and Last Temptation the of stupid, Christ too. Oh, right. Yep. It's the stupid fucking horse company that doesn't understand these things. <laughs> Uh, so here we go. December 1974. Now, this is what I love. We are now at, we're told, St. Mary's Home for Orphan Children. And I'm telling you, if you yeah. go back and look at the tape, uh, it is the exact same sign they used for Utah Mental Facility and just repainted yeah. it and nice. put this Home yeah. for Orphans sign what, on what's it. What's the instead. difference? Once you're done with the orphanage, you go to the mental yeah, facility. Yeah, either or, really. Send them either. Place. Yeah, you know, you turn 18, no one came and bought you from the pound. Right, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you're, a, if you're a, a, a young child, you can run rampant in this mental facility. There's nobody around. <laughs> you can fucking start a little cult for yourself. Exactly. We're, we saw the outside. It was a huge building. And yeah. on the inside... No one was inside, and we unless, only saw one room. Unless your orphanage is a kill shelter, you know. Well, that oh, is, you know, so that, yeah. those are the ones you should be adopting, folks. <laughs> yes, you should absolutely be doing that. Uh, but so it's like a classroom setting, and this nun who we meet, uh, Sister Margaret, who will continue throughout the film here, <laughs> Margaret Loomis. Yes, yes, that's exactly her <laughs> all. A good call. This it's is one hundred percent. It's a good Loomis. It's like yeah. a Loomis, if Loomis was actually trying to help Michael. Yes, like yeah. she, she, unlike Doctor Loomis, seems to be pretty good at her nun teaching. Yes, job. her yes. nunnery. Uh, is that what they call <laughs> nunning? Her her nunning. The nunning. The nunning. The The nun three. The nunning. Ooh, crossover shared cinematic universe with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Obviously, and then the Jesus horror movie we're going to make. <laughs> Honestly, a remake of this movie would be better than either of those nun movies. They would I think have they to remade be. this movie and it was terrible. Oh, did really? They? I think they did. Really? Oh, no. You I think? don't even want to. Uh, Why don't you find you out? Yeah, I'll check, I'll check. <laughs> Why don't you find out? No, I'm pretty sure they did kind of like oh, no. oh, recently you know, This sounds familiar, actually. Yeah, kinda, Chris, Chris, get on that. You're knocking something loose here. Because it was in that slew of like, we're remaking like When a Stranger Calls and Black Christmas. Right, and, yes. And you know, the, what was it? Black Christmas is great, by the way, the original. And the remake, I thought was pretty decent. That's the, with like Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, and, I think so. It's like the aughts, I believe. The, re- yeah. the, the Black Christmas. Christmas remake is yeah. much more recent. 
Really? That, that was like 2018, maybe. Oh, come on. It's Chris, pretty come recent. On. It was really recent. <laughs> it is. Because uh, it was, uh, I think, wasn't it directed by the woman who did Always Shine? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you few beautiful <laughs> fools. They've remade it twice. <laughs> no way. 2006 is Black Christmas with Trachenberg. And then uh, okay. Black Christmas 2019, which I did not. That's see. the one. Look up who directed the 2019 one. Um, let's see here Sophia Tackle Tackle yeah, yeah, yes yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 she's a she's an interesting director man I do want to check that one out yeah I've been meaning to um, and I think Eric that's the one that people say is good not the Michelle track oh I right. kind of like I didn't see oh you, you did I see did. the 2006 oh okay yeah, I kind of like the oh, 2006 okay. one. Oh, I think I got myself a little a little holiday horror triptych working mm-hmm. out oh, here oh Glenn uh, Glenn Morgan did the 2006 one you know him from the X-Files the one he was a producer of yeah. Willard he was okay. a producer of so they did remake it in 2012 but it's just called Silent Night there oh there wasn't a Silent Night Deadly Night remake I'm okay. not seeing okay. one although I, I my favorite fact about this franchise sure the third one is directed by Monty Hellman yes incredible incredible <laughs> Yeah, and it's those, not very good. It's pretty bad. Those later movies, three, four, and five, have nothing to do with the Billy saga. The second one is the guy who says garbage yeah. day famously I, is the little brother in this movie. I find the second one more entertaining than this one, but I find this one better overall. The second movie is one stop shopping because it's like 60% flashbacks. Yes. Which means it's just footage of this movie. Right. So when you watch Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, you're kind of watching two movies at the same time. It's true. It's mostly this. And then the other half is just the kills at the end, which are great. That, like, I, most of them are pretty good. And yeah. you know, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, I think has been memed to death. Everyone knows the yes. garbage, garbage day. Oh, yeah. 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 Which, yeah. It is kind of worth it. It's kind of worth it. It is. Seeing. It's a nice little line. Oh, yeah. It's great. Um. So anyway... We're having class and it's like everybody's drawing a Christmas picture. And it's like, all right, Billy, you're next to put your Christmas picture up on the chalkboard. And it's kind of great because you don't see what it is right away. But this nun just being fucking horrified. And it's like (laughs) you and this picture have to go to the mother superior's office right now. I'm sorry. You work at an orphanage and this is the worst thing you've seen on paper. Well, I mean, again, I think it's that thing where like you're seeing precious Santa Claus in a situation that it shouldn't be Uh because the photograph is or the drawing, little colored pencil drawing. It'll be a photo by the end of the the movie. Santa Claus shot to death or stabbed (laughs) to death. There's a bunch of knives in him. And then they, what did this fucking animal ever do to you, kid? A decapitated reindeer, which is a bit rough. All this over it. the treatment of a magical cookie eater. Like, what I, I, What exactly <laughs> are you getting so offended by? Uh, I agree. Yeah. That cookie eating son of a bitch needs to be taken down. I don't think it's... Here's the thing, fellas. Now, I'm no child psychologist. Sure. You're not? <laughs> Last time I checked, no. My online degree has not come through I would yet. let you do it. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be great just experiments yeah <laughs> no but i think it's more you know not so much that the violence is happening upon santa claus it's that it's just a gory ass photo that a, a yeah, it's a gory right. ass drawing that a little kid made right like santa it, ain't got nothing to do with if it. you drew something like this after columbine for instance you're being called into the I, yes, yes you are but I, i'm imagining at this particular orphanage the nun like three years ago had like someone with a family you know, a, a drawing of all the family with all different family members and like the mother's face just blacked out <laughs> yeah. and like bloody heads over like the father. Like, just, yeah, I, I mean, would be like, eh, it's there Sammy. are also normal orphans. No, like there are not. Eric. I know you've been wrapped up in orphan movies like <laughs> the orphan and the orphan too. It, it, it is. It's proper. It's propaganda. It's but true. There are plenty 
great kids out there. There are. There are many, and you should adopt if you want to. Uh, from a no-kill shelter. Oh, yeah. I mean, from a kill shelter. <laughs> the no-kill ones, you let them stay there till they get to the mental. <laughs> I see. They all get shipped off the yeah. Utah mental facility. <laughs> let the process play out. Uh, so, you know, he goes to the Mother Superior, and this lady is a fucking piece of shit. And oh, it's yeah. like, this sister Margaret is like, hey, Mother Superior, this kid has, like, crippling mental problems and really needs to be, like, delicately handled and professionally evaluated and whatnot. And this lady's just like, I don't think so. Lock him in yeah, the room yeah. indefinitely. Yeah. Wall him off. Like he doesn't remember the incident, but it's coming out in these drawings. One day it's going to come out in a different, worse way. Yes. I don't want to hear it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like again, this lady is the Dr. Loomis of this movie. She's trying to sound the alarm. Right. No one is listening. Yep. Because uh, who, who, more more poorly equipped to handle a mentally and emotionally damaged child like this than some crotchety ass penguin that's hated her fucking existence <laughs> for the last 40 years. I at least I wish they had at least like done something like, well, we don't have the budget to handle, get somebody to handle yes. problems like this. But it's no, it's just immediately shut them off. Yes. Yeah, get, cask of Amontillado him. Yeah, it's not even you're right. It's not even like we'll do whatever we can for yeah. him, but we're severely under-resourced here at this Utah orphanage or whatever. It's none of that. It's just none of that. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> don't, don't make that a habit. <laughs> I guess. Uh, no, it's just this like, you know, what's going to fix him, right? Locking him in this room indefinitely, which uh -huh. they do. And it appears as if like days go by. And then finally this sister Margaret is like, Hey, look, Billy, like, all your friends are outside making a snowman. You want to go outside? And he's like, oh, Mother Superior said I got to stay in here. And she's like, fuck that old lady. Let's go outside or whatever. And so this is a weird uh, turn of events here because somewhere along the way, I guess like Sister Margaret has to like go ahead of him to go tend to the children or whatever. Sure. She leaves this kid to find his way from the bedroom downstairs. And mm. somewhere along the way, he's just, he's walking down this hallway and I hadn't seen this in a while and I forgot this part. And I'm like, Sounds like people are fucking in this orphanage. Yeah. And that's exactly what's going on. I yep. think this is supposed to be like some of the older kids or whatever, which yeah. is weird. I was confused by this. I thought one of them was going to be a nun or something. Yes, like a, a priest is getting a little randy with a right. nun. Or... And then that would be like, you got to send them to hell tonight. Oh, right? yeah. like, right. That's yeah. like, you took a vow. That's you, nothing to sneeze You got to call Poppy over in Rome and see what's going on. In that <laughs> but case. if these were just regular fuckers, which how do they even get there? Who are they? Whatever. Then, then Mother Superior is maybe a little harsh on them. Yeah. A little harsh. It is just weird, though, because, like, I, you are to believe that they are uh, uh, residents of this orphanage. And, like, when you're 18, you're out of the orphanage. So right. if you're in the orphanage and this is going on. Oh, I figured mm -hmm. it out. They're trying to avoid Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm 17 again. <laughs> no, 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 I'm an orphan. Honestly, do it. The best way, to, you know it. Yeah. But it's like you see immediately, like, the fucking trauma that this kid has endured because, like, he's peering through the keyhole yes. and he sees these two teens getting down and the woman is topless. And when he sees some nipple, it makes him flash back to that night right. three years ago when the shirt was ripped open, which Could is you like imagine sex being ruined even more for you. 
You know, well, I mean, what's it's pretty the bad what, already. What, but... What's the base here? I, I'm missing the base. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Good what's question. the found? What's the celery onions well, uh, on this sucker? You know, it depends on the person. I, yes, I don't want to I, I expose understand. myself more than I have, uh-huh. and you don't want us exposing ourselves. <laughs> uh, so, like, he's peering in, and like, it is a real like he doesn't understand what's going on. He's looking through the keyhole, and then here comes this mother superior fucking belt out just oh, like yeah. what are you doing what are you looking at and like she bursts in this room this dude's like mid thrust or whatever oh i can't believe this and then like she just starts fucking straight oh, up yeah. whipping these teenagers yes. oh my god you yes. guys ever get the belt grown up i have not oh boy a belt no yes i've been whipped i got a, a spanking or two. Oh, that too I've i got an open palmer once Oh, yeah. I've got a wooden cooking spoon cracked over my head. Woo! Yeah, well, you know, when you live with your grandparents and great grandparents, I, I didn't people think born about in that. the yeah. 1800s had a different thing yes. about child Wood, Wooden spoons were just the norm. <laughs> oh, you had like God. some neighborhood friend come over, like, can Eric come out and play? <laughs> yes, after another two hours in the stocks, and you're just in the backyard. Man, pretty I, much. I, not I'll, too far from reality. I'll tell you what, you can play with him if you buy me a new wooden spoon. <laughs> this one. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a good, the wooden spoon day was a good day. The shoes. The grandmother's chasing me through the house. I ran into <laughs> my parents' bedroom, which was the one that had like a lock key. Sure. Uh-huh. No one had the key for it because it was such an old door. Uh, but I, f- I figured out to use a screwdriver on it. So I trapped the old broad in there. I put, <laughs> jammed a screwdriver in the door, locked it that way and held it in Did, there. This is amazing. I thought you were going to say you hid in there from her. No, no. no you no, locked no, her no. in the room. <laughs> oh, was, we did, we had our cat and mouse moments back and forth. And, yeah, then your, yeah, yeah. and then your mother comes in like William Atherton. Yeah. We have to open and let it out. No, no, we I, have to. I think eventually I let her out. And that's when retribution occurred. <laughs> oh, so, no. Yeah. I'm sorry, Eric. Uh-huh. That sucks. It's all right. It made me who I am. I. It's true. Uh, so this mother superior comes out and is like, what did you see them doing in there, Billy? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, what they were doing was very, very naughty. And I'm like, this is where you can't use that word naughty because, yeah, it was fucking naughty. You know what oh, I'm saying? Naughty. You know what I'm saying, Mother Superior? That was about <laughs> but, as naughty as it gets. But you're triggering something in this boy's head, and all of a sudden, she looks like Patty Lapone, and he's about to be thrown in with <laughs> the penis monster. Oh, God. <laughs> and now, this, they didn't even get to finish here, I don't think, right? Oh, no, no, no. She interrupted uh, uh, mid-coitus, dude. Man, and I, I wonder in that situation, would you, like, would you, fin- would you finish, or would you... Would it be too startling? Oh, I think if you're startled, dude, I it mean, might, it might, might be, be coming with the startle. Coming with the startle. That's yeah, that or you're lo- you're losing the the big E. Right. Which, oh yeah, that's also yeah. That what's problem. the E? Erection. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, B boner. Yeah, yeah. No, I, no, no. <laughs> I lose the big E all the time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I just think it's behind the seat cushions or something. <laughs> oh, here it is amongst all this change I found. Uh, you know, honey, I lost my erection the other day and. Oh, like, I don't know. It's not in the cushions, but here's the remote. Yeah, just some pennies. There's no erection in oh, here. It's I pennies. was looking for that remote. Uh, and so this lady's like, punishment is necessary. So like, this that- kid's getting whipped for just looking through a fucking pe- uh, a keyhole. And I'm just like, no wonder you're going to fucking turn and kill all these people. What bad luck? The one Catholic orphanage in all of Utah, right? <laughs> the only one. <laughs> right. Uh, so he's like laying in his bed or whatever, and you just get a shot of him like, you know, obviously very upset. Did you guys notice in the room right here? 
I don't know what this was. I didn't get a chance to look it up. Like maybe it's on eBay or something. Mm. A Yogi Bear board game. No. That's disturbing. Yeah, yeah, dude. What? It's like get to the finish line to steal the picnic, picnic basket <laughs> first or something. There's a lot of great toys and games in this throughout the background, especially once we get to Iro's Toy Shop. Hell yeah. There is a Krull board game or something there. there and Krull is clear as day. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice Krull. Krull yeah. is clear as day. It's the and it also made me think of Thanksgiving, this year's release, which also had a Krull poster in the movie. What, where was that now? The, um, I'm missing all the crawl action. The dirtbag uh, Massachusetts townie that's put on the party for the kids. Oh, sure. Booze. That dude's great. He's got a crawl poster. Oh. Hero. That guy's a hero. He's a total fucking hero. I love that guy. <laughs> what a fucking total scumbag. It's like, that's a primo, like, brilliantly written yes. scumbag character. That is exactly what we would all be if podcasting didn't catch on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'd be charging teenagers 20 bucks a pop to drink in our mother's house. Or exactly. Whatever's going on. Yeah, dude, my mother's in Mexico right now. I could throw a fucking kegger. Oh, wow, dude. Look at that <laughs> fucking oh, yeah. rager at the old Eric, Cisco house. I'm coming home early. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we have to clean the house first. <laughs> um, so, like, He's like having some nightmares, like reliving the attack, all of that stuff. And like, I noticed right here, actually, they show the dad fall out of the car again. Doesn't he look a little bit like Michael Antkeen from uh, Twin Peaks, uh, Sheriff Harry S. Truman? You know who I yeah, uh, a little bit. I, I, I see that. But the one I thought of was um, what's his name from uh, a body double? The main character. Oh, the guy that looks like Bill Maher. The other Bill Maher guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, that who's in, guy. Who's in Dream Warriors. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Craig yeah, yeah. T. Nelson. S. Solar. No. Craig, no. you're right. No. No. I'm just naming Craig. It's a, whoever that dude is, he has a single and a music video attached like, to it. You're like Craig Wassar or something like that. That sounds Wasson, like a, maybe. Wasson, that, that sounds like a name. But like, look up that fucking song. Once we get the name of the guy, Eric's looking up right Craig now. Craig Wasson. Craig Wasson. All right. Ten big points. Thank you. <laughs> Ding. Craig Wasson has some, it's like some R&B, Rick Astley kind of shitty single. It's fucking great. Really? The video's really funny, too. You're never going to be, I'm sorry, like all you actors turned musicians out there. None of you are beating Don Johnson heartbeat. It's just not happening. That's a good one. Get, get, Get over it. It's fine. The New York temperature is 26 degrees Eastern Standard Time. Oh, the video started out with a little <laughs> something. Let me go into the little bit. Ooh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the one. Yeah. No, I could definitely. I don't imagine. think this, so- this song's not good for podcasts. No, it's not. But you know what? It does sound good for cocaine use, which I assume was the real oh, reasoning behind yeah. it. Oh, here it is. Here, no, wait. Which song were you playing? Have Me Arrested. Have me, all right. It is Have Me Arrested because he's got some other like Vietnam song called The Boys in Company C. I, I, I don't want nothing to do with that. Oh, but look up the Craig Wasson Have Me Arrested video. Classic. Yeah. yeah. The Boys in Company. I, that's a, a movie with it is. Uh, 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 Joe Don Baker. Ooh, really? Oh, yeah, now yeah. we're talking. Um, so the, whatever, the kid gets up and he tries to like run out the, the orphanage because he's having a freak out moment. This fucking mother superior dude ties this kid to the bed. And I'm like, lady, you are asking for it. Oh, he's got enough sexual fucking problems and kinks and stuff. <laughs> yes. This is just <laughs> adding like, okay, on to I it. I can't shoot unless I'm dressed as Santa, stabbing someone and tied to a bed. It's too much. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is too much. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of recrossed wires Ooh. in your head there. 
Uh, so it's Christmas morning and the, you know, the orphanage has like a gift for all the kids. Yeah. And it's like, they're doing this weird thing. I- I've never heard of this where it's like, we're opening all these presents and then Santa's coming by later and we all have to sit on his lap and thank him for the gift. Uh huh. This is some fucking psycho shit well, yeah. right here. I, I think you're trying to get into these kids' heads and really oh, fuck yeah. with them a little bit here oh, with yeah. this one. Well, because she's like this mother superior is like looking at all these kids, like daring to have a nice Christmas morning, and she's like, "I see more greed here than I see gratitude." <laughs> okay, William, here is your present: a porno about Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And here you go. Just Santa's, to fuck you up a little more, William. Santa's and coming. Santa's <laughs> rimming. Every day, you will get 10 minutes with our VCR, and you can watch 10 minutes of oh, your tape dude. that is not going to fuck you up. <laughs> you it's just got to race to the finish line of that. Yeah. So... This kid like gets a present or whatever. I don't know what's the what's the gift because he does open it. I don't remember what it was. Ooh, I forget. But he, you know, then it's like, all right, Santa's coming. Now everyone has to, you know, I guess go go pledge fealty to Santa Claus and thank him for the presents. It's not. I, I have a note here that says child torture. That's not what it is. That wasn't the gift. <laughs> yeah, you got a gift card for a child tor- torture. torture. Yeah, from Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> It is torture to eat there, dude. Um, so this, you know, this mother superior like forces this kid. To sit on the Santa's lap. Yes. Billy has a total freak out here. Mm-hmm. Decks this Santa Claus right in the face. And nice. the guy falls off the chair, which is really funny. Because yes. like, I don't know, buddy. You're a grown man. This kid. is like a 10-year-old small child. Like, <laughs> been how is he pressing? cold cocking you? Seriously, he's working out. I love that. Like, because the Santa Claus falls over and like the kid runs out of the house or the, the orphanage or whatever. And this guy goes, wow. The hell's wrong with that kid? <laughs> He's got a point, but still, you should have been able to take the hit, sir. That's true. Um, and then you just like it freeze frames on Billy, like the the nun comes in, Mother Superior comes in. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> and like freeze frame, and then boom. Nineteen eighty four. Yes. Ten years later. Yeah. Here we mm-hmm. are. This is where shit's getting real interesting. And, and we're like 30 minutes into an 84-minute movie. This Precisely. fucker is moving. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, it's also interesting because like all of this time so far has just been about the guy who becomes the killer of yeah. the movie. Exactly. It's really interesting. It's much more interesting than like, here are all the vi- future victims mulling around right. and... POV shots in the woods of like, ooh, hey, <laughs> oh, what's go? That might be creepy later. I, I see. We like it in this movie, and we don't like it in Rob Zombie's Halloween. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you yes, we son do. of a bitch. Yes, yes. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm you not a big why? fan of Rob Zombie's Halloween. Because uh, I'll tell you one of the reasons why this is easier for me to stomach. Sure. And it just comes down to one word, dude. Hell, Billy. Well, because yep. This poor kid yep. in the orphanage. It's a shitty nunnery orphanage yes. raising real bad but it's clearly in the northeast <laughs> and like this, no one is a fucking hellbilly this you know what I mean? is more fleshed out than i guess 1978's halloween but even that movie was a kid being traumatized young i mean you don't yes re- i mean, I mean who's who else? i mean everyone thought about grabbing a butcher knife and stabbing someone as a kid that's a kid that did it <laughs> well yeah i and mean you, I, and that's you, why i don't bring it up is you see everybody. the repercussions of what that would mean without having like the, the Rob Zombie version has the table dressing of like 
What was it? Uh, Brad Dourif is the father or something? No, he's Brad the sheriff. the sheriff. Okay, he's What's the father and the mother are just like, William Forsythe. Yes, William Forsythe's Forsyth. like, you fucking dumb bitch, blah, blah, my sloppy tits shit, fuck, fuck. <laughs> oh, here, for good measure, here's some fucking gay slurs, get I them mean, in it's there. It's just too much. Sure. I mean, I do like when he says sloppy tits, though. <laughs> That's, I mean, that is a cracker. Uh, so uh, here we go. Ten years later, Sister Margaret's still on the case, still fucking fighting the good fight for this kid. She mm. goes into Ira's toy shop here yeah. and is like, oh, asking the manager, Mr. Sims. This is like if Dr. Loomis was like, Michael needs a job. How about he works at your mechanic shop and puts on one of those jumpsuits? He needs regular hours. No part-time bullshit. We need- Consistency. He's good with his hands, Sheriff. There's a hard worker coming to your town and he needs employment, Sheriff. No, he's very strong, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing because you want a stock boy. Is what you want. <laughs> He'll work weekends, Sheriff. Uh, yeah, because this lady's like, listen, I got this boy. He needs a job. You have a posting in the window for yeah. a job. And this guy is like, oh, well, sister, you know, it's a stockroom job. It's a lot of heavy lifting. It's not really something a, a boy can handle. And she's like, oh, I'm calling him the boy because he's still at my orphanage. But he is indeed 20 years old. Why don't mm-hmm. you say hello to him? And they do this like camera slow tilt up. <whistles> like, yeah. look at this hunky stuff. Big and strong. Yeah. That boy's big and strong. William can lift. <laughs> and then Ira, of course, says, you know what? I, I don't like the look on his face. That's a no from me, lady. I'm sorry. And she <laughs> says, <laughs> all right. He's hired. Just don't cry about it. <laughs> Stop creepily Thank screaming. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Could you just stop? Could you stop doing that, please? Yeah, so he's instantly hired, and you get to see him moving boxes and dude, stuff. Dude, this montage, yes. by the way. Dude, what is this fucking Christmas song? I don't know. The warm side of the door? Warm side of the door. Oh, like, my God. This was so written by a divorced man. Like, you can just smell it. Like, like the warm side of the door, that's the best you can imagine, is getting inside the door. Oh, I bet, her, I bet, bet my ex-wife's house has got pretty warm on the inside uh, so cold here on the outside dude and that's dude, it, the one of the the like rejoinders or whatever is it's always christmas on the warm side of the door dude, it's like what is this christmas song you should get one of those really salty turkeys from kfc <laughs> for uh, for the holidays and i i just miss that salty turkey so much oh my god i could I could smell her pepperoni and mozzarella garbage bread on the warm side of the door. (laughs) Oh, iceberg lettuce, where are you? (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, I bet on the warm side of that door, she's putting up all sorts of shrimp cocktail. (laughs) She probably bought a 12 or a Bud Light. (laughs) Oh, yep. Oh, Uh, this song is just terrible. And it's like he's stock and stuff you mm-hmm. see him kind of being sweet with the store girl yeah. here Thank you. like we got this strong tradition of montage from sergey eisenstein yeah, <laughs> direct line to silent yeah, yes. Deadly. Just oh, of course. you just yeah. see it in your brain Come it on. makes sense G- gene and raj you didn't see the magistry <laughs> in this movie there's a great moment in the montage where billy's like walking by a display and he notices like one little box is kind of uh, just like out of place a little bit and he just kind of moves it just the teeniest bit to make it oh just right 
they cut to this Mr. Sims guy. Who is the funniest actor in the movie? Yeah. And this Mr. Sims doing like this nod of approval, like, mm-hmm, excellent <laughs> notice <laughs> right there, that's, William. That's hell of a moving right there, son. <laughs> Just incredible movement. Oh, uh, way to push that box an inch to the left, son. <laughs> so did, proud. Did you see, though, in this stocking montage, this was the toy I noticed, dude. Oh. Right behind this guy, big display for like Jabba the Hutt action yes, figures. Yes, I did oh, see that. Did see this this looked pretty cool. Dude, I, was, I was fucking jealous. I was trying to tell like what it was. Jealous. I was like, is it like a playset thing? Is it just a Jabba figurine? I, I think? believe it said playset. Yeah, <gasps> it's got the That's, whole dais. Fucking okay. The Ira Britt Leach, Mr. Sims, Mr. Sims. Uh, he is the he was uh, the man <laughs> supermarket manager who kicks Steve Martin out of the supermarket and father, father of the bride. The bride. Yes. Oh, oh when he has nice. the bun yep. freak out. Yes. Oh. He's also murdered in that. Yes, yeah, Steve Martin screen. returns With dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah. All of a sudden, the footage changes on that too. <laughs> that would be so delightful. It's like crystal clear. Steve yeah. Martin is arguing with the guy in the store, and then it cuts to like grainy, scratched up footage, and it's Steve Martin cutting this guy's head <laughs> off in the deli department. <laughs> Wow, the oh, yeah. Father of the Bride extended cut is really violent. You know, I'm gonna have to up that number. That's a three and a half right there. <laughs> this winter, Father of the Bride. Hell yeah. Wouldn't dude. that be great? Terrifying movie. Killer of the Bride. Ooh, yep, there it is. Um, so yeah, it's always Christmas on the wrong side of the door. And you see here too, like now Mr. Sims is uh getting the store decorated for Christmas, and they unveil this big like Merry Christmas banner. And there's a picture of Sandy right in the middle of it. And you see this dude just kind of like, Harumpo, Santa Claus, great, I'll never escape my nemesis. I mean, the nun had to at least know about this, right? The Like, at some point, it had to come had, up. She had to jump. She should have jumped in and got him out of Christmas, you know? I mean, that's, yes. at the very least, like, I know you don't have the money for, you know, actually bringing a professional into the orphanage to take care of a situation like this. Think of it like dog training. Whenever uh, yeah. he, th- whenever he sees a Santa and he starts getting worried, like give him a treat. That's just all. Quick, just, that's all. Ch- children and dogs, exact same fucking shit. Yes, exactly. Train I've said exact this for years, way. Eric. You they know? both respond very well exactly. to food. Yes, you know, exactly. You take, you take your kid on a leash. You have him shit outside. Uh, nice and easy. Oh, it's it's exactly the same. Safe spot. You know, you put the paper in a nice safe spot for them to wipe. <laughs> But you got to keep it outside. Yes, exactly. If you're leaving for a while, you don't need a sitter. Just put down some newspapers. Good, good but, but no, but for real, they are, you know, it's still a, a mammal that has a brain, I guess. Yes. And you <laughs> can train, you train, you train people like you would train an animal. Yes, for it's, sure. it's not hard but at also, all. She should have just been like, hey, you know, Billy or whatever the fuck his name is. It's Billy. Billy. Billy, yeah. Billy what his name is, should. <laughs> yeah. They should take vacation days. Like, oh, we need, he, need, he needs to help out around the orphanage around Christmas. Oh, get him out of there. Yep, get Get him out of there. Also, red flag on this fucking Iris toys. And I hate when people do this. You can do it a little bit, but doing it on every window and door, painting every window and door. Oh, so you can't even see inside the store if you're doing window shopping. And I guess that's maybe because we're filming at night. Also, it's helpful if you want to murder everyone inside. And nobody sees the body. That is actually a good point, Chris. <laughs> if you're, if that is what you're thinking, and I'm going home and painting my windows tonight. <laughs> just in case, just in case, you never know. Uh, so, like, some dude playing Santa shows up to do some you know kids sitting on santa's lap stuff for the mm-hmm. store this guy has a total freak out and falls over a bunch of boxes and you can see this mr sims being like uh-oh here's the crack in the foundation crazy oh. guy's finally going crazy and he's like 
oh, uh, Billy, are you all right? This dude stands up. It's so comical. He stands up, sort of dusts himself off, and he's like, well, I've never felt better in my entire life. <laughs> you know, the nun told me to do this. Uh, here's a famous Amos cookie. <laughs> um, 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 um. All right, uh, yeah, back to stocking yes, I go. And you're a very good boy. Oh, very good stock good boy. boy. What a good stock boy. Good, uh, and you know, I don't understand the economics of this toy store because we're also introduced to Andy around this point. Oh, Andy, the stock room guy, uh-huh. which is Big like scumbag. Another stock room guy. Why? Who's like seen... At the during this montage, all he's doing is sitting in the stock room at the desk, drinking like whiskey yeah, out of the bottle, like, talking shit to Billy. Like you, when you came here, you were an all right kid. Now you got it. You got a fucking attitude. And he's doing stuff like, oh, you don't do anything around here. Blah blah blah. I have to do everything. Meanwhile, it's Billy with like the uh, 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 you know clipboard, like taking stock of something mm-hmm. and like doing actual work. Why this? While this guy is saying he does nothing. Uh, that's the thing is the guy has to be drunk all the time to make any sense of. He's like, because later he's like, oh, you've been slacking off. Yes, yeah. you've been doing. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, mm-hmm. man? What, what what are you gonna point to? Like the footage that's gonna show I did my well, work? Because this is like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one of those. Pieces of shit. Yeah. That you'd encounter. We encountered this oh, working course. in retail where it's like the person who's been there longer and they've got maybe uh, a little like senioritis and they're fucking off. And then you're right. like doing the job because you're new to the place and you want to do a good job and you haven't become jaded by the institution yet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then that person calls you out as if you're not doing good, but like you are. Oh, yes. yes. These people are fucking repulsive. You should be entitled to strangle them with Christmas lights all the fuck you want. Uh, honestly, that was, I mean, when uh, he goes overboard, but if he had <laughs> just done that, if I might have been okay with if him. If he yeah. just killed Andy. That's yes. maybe okay. You're all right. You're yeah. fine. You're a young boy. You're from the orphanage. Right. So we got uh, this uh, coworker Pamela here, this pretty girl who's like, oh, don't worry about it, Billy. Like, I'll pick up the boxes you knocked over. And he's like, oh, will you? And we cut to this like <laughs> sex fantasy that this guy's having. Yes. And I got to tell you, it's good. Props to this guy playing Billy because both of these actors are completely nude yeah. in this bed. And like the way the shot starts, it's like, you know, from the feet kind of working our way up the body here. And they're, they're both of the actors are doing like our Riving. legs are positioned in a certain way so you can't see genitalia. But this Damn. guy's got one knee kind of up too high. And like oh. the camera goes right up this dude's asshole. Like oh. you can see this dude's like ass crack hair. Mm-hmm. Like you're really getting a look up the tunnel love right yeah. now. Well, well too, that that ass hair. Very nice looking. Nice blonde Fluffy. looking ass hair. You yeah. know, it's, it's a real like maybe you should think about shaving because you look like too, a, the bottom half of your body looks like a bear. Oh, too much ass hair. Okay. Well, that's I mean, look, you got to key into the animalistic nature of sex. So, you know, you don't shave. You don't use anything to right. make it smell, smell better. Yeah. You just let it go. <laughs> uh, so like the, the sex uh, fantasies interrupted because in the dream oh here comes a Santa Claus and mm-hmm. he starts attacking them or whatever and Billy's just screaming like I just wanted to be good I just wanted to be yeah, good yeah sex you know that's a triggering event for him and it's gonna bring about this murderous Santa uh, idea speaking of so here's what happens it's the last day it's Christmas Eve mm. Mr. fucking Sims is so excited for the staff party that night he can't wait it. for the Christmas season to be love behind it. him and uh oh this is this is this is where it's trouble because the the mall or the mall Santa the Santa that they've hired from the agency mm. has broken his ankle 
and cannot come to be Santa for the last day. And it's like, who among us is big enough to make this work? Oh, Billy, would you like to be Santa Claus? And like at this point, this is why the nun needed some additional paperwork with the application that was like, and by the way, definitely don't uh, like put Santa stuff around him, but definitely, definitely don't dress him like Santa Claus at all costs. Fuck you, Mr. Sims. You be Santa. You don't even, you're the manager. You don't want to work today anyway. You just want to get shit faced later. You're heavier than Billy. You belong. You get to sit the whole day. Yes. You, you're Santa, not Billy. Poor Billy. You look like you're from an, uh, you are, it's very clear. You're in an economically depressed area. Yep. Go out, get Petey's to stop playing funsies with the third rail and like get him in a fucking Santa Claus costume. So you're saying go out, find yourself like a buck flower-esque town yes, hobo. Please. Derelict. Yes. yes. Play Santa instead. And because you're in a town like this, you, you're more close together. You're more tightly knit. You know your hobos. That's you know. true. Yeah. You can trust them to do these you little things. You can offer them a free shower. Exactly. You get them a meal. This is easy Because you're going to want to spray them down before you have a kid in that lab. And I'll tell you something about Buck Flower. He is not freaking out when he thinks about Santa Claus plowing some white. Oh, oh no, he's no, not no, freaking no. out at all. Guarantee he has fucked a woman dressed very while comfortable dressed as with the idea. He yep. was dressed as Santa. She was dressed as Santa. That had to have happened Whoa. at least once. Yeah. yeah, Santa on Santa cosplay. Dude. That'd be cool. Yeah. Now, is there anything like that on the internet? Maybe. Oh, I could there watch. has to. Be. Oh yeah, I there mean, has to be. There's a Girls Gone Wild Santa Con that you should <laughs> okay. see, right. and that would really turn your turn your hair white. I think. man, uh-huh. Santa Con. By the way, you know, uh-huh. just when I've forgotten that that exists, oh, yeah, baby. it just comes right Isn't back. It? Isn't it happening soon? It's happening December 9th in New York City. And yes, it's going to be terrible. But honestly, any weekend day in fair New York City is kind of a Santa con, but with different people participating. Alcoholics. No, no. Today you have the shit-eating families going. You know, they're they're on the trains having fun. Everyone's screaming. We're going to go see the fucking tree at Rockefeller. We're going to see the fucking tree. You're going to know about it. Even though you're trying to mind your own business, well, that's uh, that's been happening for many many years. The, I hate the, it. Yeah. Dressing up as Santa so that you can blind drunk because the fucking city is one eighth bars. Yes, like that's that, that that is something very new. But again, uh, we need the economy. So yeah, go ahead, <laughs> dress up as your Santas. Get blind drunk. Vomit your KFC all over the fucking well, MTA. I mean, they were almost like banished from the city and like they were forced to put in like regulations and stuff because there was one year where it was a total fucking fiasco. Right. They were like fighting in the streets, fighting in the street, vomiting on people like just really bad. It's like yeah. the end of the Joker. <laughs> yes. The whole fucking city goes mad. And well, like, think about those kids when they grow up after seeing a drunk vomiting Santa on the street. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Every time they, they drink or vomit, they're going to have flashbacks <laughs> and it's going to ruin their <laughs> it's lives. It's going to be Christmas. Christmas! I, whatever, the, whatever the real sloppy year was, too, I think it was also there was a bad snowstorm and like right. it was just total chaos. And by the way, you fucking said it's on the ninth and I'm just realizing I have dinner reservations. No, they're really hard to get. I'm not doing it. Uh, oh, shit, not- dude, I get a hotel room down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. Not, this is, that's the thing is people don't really understand. Like if you're not from New York city, you don't realize that it's like the warriors that yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> it when is. you're trying to, you're just trying to get home yeah. trying, trying to get back to Coney or something. Yep. And there's Santa's attacking you. Throughout the entire it area. It is the closest we come to living the plot of the Warriors. If you are out and it's like, wait, what is, what? wait, wait, wait. And you're like, you're downtown, right? And you yeah. look and you're like, oh, there's a guy dressed as Santa. Interesting. And then you look across the street, the other side of the intersection. And it's like, oh, 
two other people there are, are dressed as Santa. Oh, that's that's a little unsettling. Yeah. Oh, and there's Everywhere. there's some more. And then you get on the phone and you're like, SantaCon year that this is in. Yes. And it's two days date. And it's like, get to the train. We got to get uptown. This would be a great remake of this movie. You set it in New York Absolutely. City. During yeah. Santa 100%. Con. Do it. It's sort of like Scream 6 vibes. Ooh, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Go Fuck ahead. Yeah. Go right ahead and do that. So this dude uh, doing the Santa's lap thing, it's immediately not going well. This little girl's totally terrified. And he's just like, He's not shaking her, but I like to believe he's definitely like gripping her tightly and is just like, stop it. Just stop it. Behave. Just st- stop it. You, you know yes. that knee is just going. It's just yeah. like, oh, yeah. Stop it or I'll have to punish you. This is exactly. If I had a child, I think this is what I'd be doing every day. It's just like grabbing them and being like, stop it. Stop it. Stop in a it. Santa Claus costume or just well, your just normal Chris, attire? That's yeah. how I w- walk around the house every day. <laughs> I see. You should okay. know that by now. I, I, I should. I should have remembered. I do love the gag of these two moms like standing far away and they're like totally impressed by what's going on because they can't hear him. They just know that like the girl isn't fiddling or screaming or whatever. Mm. And the one mom is just like, oh my God, he's just so good. He knows how to handle children. Look at him. She's so calm. Yeah, that's funny. She, look, I see all the hope draining from her eyes. That's that's a beautiful but thing. But it's like, here's the thing is even if you can't hear what he's saying, he's not being a boisterous. There's not a single boisterous. Oh, oh, no. oh. It is just, I'm whispering to your child yeah. and it's fucking creepy and no one has a problem <laughs> with it. Yeah, Sims is okay, though. He's doing just fine. Oh, yeah, because guess what? The clock ticks. Boom, it's 7 o'clock. Time to get shit-faced. Oh, yeah. Uh, Only quick plot thing here is that uh, the phone rings in the stock room. It's Sister Margaret looking for Billy, and that dude Andy's like, Oh, he's actually playing Santa Claus right now. And she's what? Like, oh, but it's like if they cut back to that woman of the fucking kill bill, fucking alarm went off and the whole frame turned red. Because she's like, oh, fuck today. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, fuck. And she just like looks around her thing. Oh, I didn't give him the letter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to get Mr. Sims this letter about poor Billy. Uh-oh, too late. And so I do love this shot. It's Mr. Sims fucking slams that door closed, locks it. And he's like, it's seven o'clock. Let's get shit faced. That's right, Mr. Sims. And it is the... Like one of the the best slash like kind of saddest things you can see in any kind of Christmas set movie, the staff holiday party of under six people. Uh-huh. Oh, and you know there's way too much booze, oh, but yeah. we got to drink it all. Well, we're not going to bring it home with us. That's a good point. I have you ever like wh- like if you go like Andrew when we go home, like yeah. I- I'll go to like one of the like outdoor strip malls that we have the little ones. Like That's our entire town is Newton that, Plaza, yeah. such as. Uh, and you will see if you cross, uh, if you're like out around that time for the week before Christmas, you will go like you'll be passing like uh, even a real estate office and you will see things like, oh, sure. This. Oh, yeah. And like, I'm like, A, it's pro if you are, you know, a human, it's probably great because like if you're close to someone, you can like actually, it's just you guys. You can just right. hang out. Yeah. But like, I think because it's, uh, it's just me, I'm like, I would just be so alienated and just be like, I need to get out of here. Oh, like, yeah. I, I, I'll get either that or I have to get blind drunk. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. Either or. Yep. Yep. One or the other. Super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Especially, too, if you don't like the people you work with. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. but it's who such does? a small staff that you're like kind of obligated to attend, right? Yeah, you know, because if you didn't, you'd cut It'd the guest weird. list. Like, yeah. you know, a, a quarter of the guest list would be cut it's out. Also, other people are much more amenable than we are. That's Eric. that's also true. Is Generally true? speaking, yeah, yeah friendlier, sure? better in crowds, yeah, yeah. Really? Out, outgoing, capable of conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not us. <laughs> no, but it's I'm always envious of those people. They, they got it. I made. know. I guess we need a lobotomy. Or it's something. like watching a magician, man. I'm like, how'd they do that? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm thinking, Eric, I think the lobotomy is going to make uh-huh, you even uh-huh. less talkative. You I think, think that's really? even going to well, bump it down a bit. I think the problem is I'm too like I'm I'm too in my own head. I'm too oh, self-aware yeah. or something. So I need that part cut out. OK. Yeah. And, then, and then I'll, you know, I'll be uh, I'll be on December 9th. I'd be downtown fucking shitting my brains out, <laughs> vomiting up fucking, you know, booze and yelling at a McDonald's employee. Yeah, you know, all, all the fun stuff. You know what it's more like? Well, not more like than the Warriors, but in addition to the Warriors, you know the vibe the city also has on fucking SantaCon as you start to see the day waning? The Purge. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because it's uh, like we are all rushing to get home mm-hmm. and lock our apartment doors before the real SantaCon craziness happens. I would rather have been in any war <laughs> ever than be a woman out and about on Santa Con. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I oh, would shit. rather fucking throw me in Vietnam. I prefer it. <laughs> now, this is also another good idea for a Purge sequel set around Santa Con. Yeah. And you have like maybe an older house, maybe in Brooklyn or something that actually has a fireplace. And now there's Santa's trying to come down there to kill you and your oh, family. Sure. Yeah, dude. A quick fix of that, dude. You just light a fire. There you go. Like they moved, the they moved the purge to Christmas one year. You yeah, know? the holiday purge, dude. The hol- they had a new one, right? We yes. need two purges a year. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> numbers are down from last year. You need yeah, to get yeah. something. You gotta give a gimmick. Gotta figure something out. <laughs> I'm t- I, you know what? Like we're giving this shit away for free. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my eye on those movie listings because a sure. lawsuit will be coming if we are not contacted <laughs> for holiday purge. You fucking better yes. believe it. For the holiday, yeah. Uh, let us come. Just let. Dude, look, bring us in. Give us a few sandwiches let's punch punch up a script be nice to us exactly that's um, all it takes we'd be great puncher uppers oh man. absolutely uh because you'd be able to be like that's stupid that's going to mm-hmm. be embarrassing when you put it to film don't do that uh-huh. oh exactly uh i do love the preparation for this party do you see this dude andy he's got this really old school the yellow bag of doritos oh, yeah you oh love those. man it was Vintage. like looking through time they're very old <laughs> brought back some memories right there man I, for yeah. a minute there i was like are those doritos like i kind of was like wait they they, they like shifted on me i was like wait no yeah. yes it is it That's yeah, it's it. the same yellow as like the jack's pretzel bag funyuns a little bit that yeah that temper too um i love this one line so mr uh what's his face here uh sims, sims yes he's so excited and he's talking about how wasted everybody's going to get. He's like, oh, Billy, yeah. by the time this party's over, you're going to think you are Santa. And I'm like, <laughs> baby, you have no idea, Mr. Sims. Mr. Sims, it's only been 30 minutes. Yeah, I took some pills, too. <laughs> <laughs> he gets trashed immediately. and pretty Instantly good, wasted. Pretty good drunk acting. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. There's a crazy thing here where so they got like some radio playing. I don't know if it's like the store radio or whatever, but it's like. Christmas music for the party. And then like Mr. Sims and this old lady who's in Halloween four, by the way, um, hmm, she plays uh, this like old lady who's like Mr. Sims at the party. She plays uh, at the beginning of Halloween four, where it's like Michael has been in this uh, institution of this hospital has been comatose since the explosion from part two. And 
she's working as like a nurse or whatever in that facility when he like huh. wakes up. I believe she okay. gets murdered by him. She's oh, one of the good. first kills in the movie. She, um, she deserves she's it. dancing here to uh, fingering my girl on Christmas Eve. Ooh, yep. But they start sing- <laughs> they start singing We Wish You a Merry Christmas over the loud radio Christmas song. Now, and so it's like the actors trying to outsing the already kind of too loud music. Very obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. That gives me a thought. Now, mistletoe, that's a holiday tradition. It is indeed. Did that start out as a <clears throat> thing that perverts invented? Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that, I get to kiss you. Question answer. No, but I'm just thinking <laughs> a toe. And, you know, you think about these tropes in the 80s and 70s of putting your, your leg under the table to start feeling oh, their foot, foot play. Oh, oh, yeah. The foot play, yeah. yeah. That's kind yeah. of a mistletoe. <laughs> like, Whoa. That toe went somewhere. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. A missing toe. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I Heat see that. Heat seeker, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat I can seeker. see that, yeah. Um, so, I, oh, man, it is a real fucking douche show with this Mr. Sims, though, because he's like, he's like, oh, what are you doing, Billy? And he's like, uh, I'm thinking about my parents. And he's like, oh, that's good. A boy should think about his parents on Christmas, to which this dude responds. They're dead. <laughs> this dude just oh. goes, oh, I forgot. It's shy. <laughs> yeah, man, but it's, uh, it's good to remember them, right? You know, it's, <laughs> it's good to keep him in your memory. Man, excuse me. I'm sorry. I have to piss on your leg right now. I'm just, <laughs> I can't make it to the bathroom. Because <laughs> that's the level of wasted people are getting at these holiday parties, by really the way. Really pretty bad. Because here's the thing. You can so overshoot it right because your goal right is like oh have some cocktails get a little loose maybe do like a holiday hookup in the back room or whatever but then like you biff the holiday hookup part but then you keep drinking and you totally overshoot it and now you're just pissing down your own leg yeah 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 with co-workers that you have to see once again, after the the holiday Every break. Every year it happens. You embar- well, I mean, you're going to embarrass yourself at a holiday party. That right there, <laughs> isn't that the American experience right there? You're it told is. your entire life, you are going to fuck one of your coworkers at your Halloween party while you are a little buzzed. And it never happens. No. And then you're <laughs> and like, everybody... maybe it'll happen at the Christmas party. And it never and happens. And then you just get, keep on getting drunk and ruin your life. Yes, yeah, oh, yes, exactly. Yes. And that's sort of almost what happens here. Well, if Andy had the opportunity, oh. perhaps he would because he tells... Is it Pamela? Pamela, yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, let's. I got a present for you. Oh, it's in the back room. It's not a present for everyone. Oh, oh man, <laughs> yeah. This guy, Andy, by the way, what was I saying? He looks like uh, he's a cross between like, oh, uh, what is it? Keebler Elf, the unknown Pesci brother, dude. Yeah. Yes, it's it's it's. I wrote Joe Pesci. It's Joe Pesci mixed with Harvey Keitel with just a splattering of Joe Piscopo on top of oh, it. Oh, that's yeah. a bad mix. Yeah. That's what this guy, Andy, looks like almost exactly. Well, that's, I mean, that's your, pro- the topping is your problem there. The Piscopo is where you really yeah. head off the cliff right there. It's yes. like topping sushi with sugar. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got a great disgusting. name, too. The actor's name is uh, Randy Stumpf. Oh, Stumpf. is he from anything we would know? I don't think so. Uh, something oh, stu- that the, you know probably the music documentary stump comes alive um, <laughs> <laughs> i don't i, I I'm think pulling up his page i think it's one of those like he's known for silent night deadly night i not to make this even worse but like you know the other thing that i remember mr sims from he's the guy who gets electrocuted in the great outdoors the guy who keeps on getting struck oh, by lightning. Oh, okay. shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, Randy Stumpf, this was his last movie, which is shocking. What? Yeah. He was. In, I don't know about shocking. Yeah. I guess that's fair. He was in uh, a couple TV. He was 
TV minor roles, stage manager in one episode of The Jeffersons. No, geez. One episode of Bosom Buddies as punk number one. Sure. Ooh, well, at least it was the first one. One episode yeah. of Happy Days as Spider. Not bad. Uh, Not bad. So, yeah, he's got, well, one episode of MASH. He's probably still eating off of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just a smattering of little TV stuff. Did this movie was probably shamed by those. Those the pearl clutchers. Yeah, those religious. Maybe freaks. It killed his career. <laughs> Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> I said it before, man. Raj was a hardcore Catholic boy. He absolutely yes. was. But didn't he love bosoms and things like he that? He did. Yeah. He did. Like many of us Catholic boys. <laughs> yeah, he's a Protestant at heart. That's really what it, the difference is. You really just want to listen to yourself. Uh, so Billy hears some noises coming from the back room, and he slowly goes to investigate. Walks by. Another real great product placement here for the board game Mousetrap. Nice. I yeah. see this. The uh, the game that took 25 minutes to set up and way too long to actually play. So and long. Never, never worked never right. Never played it. Never played it. Was it was garbage, dude. Yeah. It was It was like, it looked so cool because they really did cut a good commercial for it. Oh, yeah. It made it look that. really thrilling. All the traps doing I, stuff. That's right up there with, uh, what was that? Like, Don't Wake Daddy. Don't Wake Daddy was a fucked up commercial. Yeah. Oh I don't God. remember Don't Wake. I'd, I'd never played Don't Wake Daddy. Sure. But I just, I mean, uh, I met one of my best friends, our friend Victor. I met him playing Mousetrap. At a summer camp. Oh wow! Really? There was yeah. a free free spot, and you you sat down, and yeah. you yeah you got you, you were like riverboat gambling basically <laughs> with mousetrap. It's like room for one more. Like yeah, but the you know you gotta put you gotta put in. The buy-in was five hundred dollars yeah. for that round of mouse. Let trap. me ask you something, there. Did your parents give you any quarters for the day? <laughs> what do you have in the way of lunch money? You'd like to <laughs> you pony up to the table. How about we play for slush puppies? Ooh, See, like, yeah. That's That'd be a sketch, right? A riverboat gambler at the lunch table for some reason. <laughs> being like, put, 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 put your yogurt on the table. All right, boy, let's see what you got. Show your cards. Oh, nobody wants a banana. I ain't going to vote. I'm not going to gamble with bananas. <laughs> There's a weird thing, and I don't know what Mr. Sims thinks he's doing with this toy store, but like in the back, right before Billy walks into the stock room, do you notice the section he walks by? It's all like, I mean, cheap as fuck, obviously. But it's all like really garbage Halloween costumes and like sure. monster makeup and yeah. shit. And I'm like, what are you doing? Save it for next year. That's what you're doing. <laughs> well, that's what it's like. Oh, I'll take it down. I'll take it down. Oh, Thanksgiving happened. Oh, no, mother. Don't. I'll take it down before Christmas. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right. Before St. Patrick's Day, I'll take down the Halloween costumes. And then, yeah, you're right. Next thing you know, it's like late September. People are buying Halloween costumes again. That's right. Lazy piece of shit. Lazy piece. Well, you know, it, you keep them up because... I'm preparing for next October. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I'm getting ahead on it. You yeah. leave them up because Christmas Eve is the scariest night of them all. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I guess that's true. Old man Peabody had uh, more information ah, than we did. Well, you're, it's not like you're you're uh, at a Best Buy in the age of fucking getting clobbered for a video game. Oh, machine. sure. So, yeah, this uh, this girl, Pamela, is not into it. She's saying no repeatedly. Let's go back out to the party repeatedly. This asshole's not not listening here, nope. and he starts getting handsy. And again, it's another shirt rip. Mm. And this shirt rip, Andy spies the shirt rip. And this is he just has a complete and total mental break from reality right here. Uh, and he fucking lifts this dude up. This is some crazy shit. 
puts Christmas light string around this dude's neck and then lifts him up like he's Jason Voorhees. Naughty. And uh, yeah, naughty. And just hangs him until dead. I love it. With one arm and drops this guy. And then he turns to Pamela expecting the hero's welcome. Obviously the hero's thanks. Saved you. her. Oh. And she's just like, you sick fuck. Why did yes. you do it? You know? And then it's, then it's I, like, I got to kill her now. You can just imagine the nun on the phone being like, oh, Jesus, you dressed him as for Santa Claus. Yep. That's bad enough. You just, what? what? He, there's a motherly young woman who's, <laughs> who's kind of flirting with him, too. Oh, no, you got it. You got fire him. I'm sorry. I know I asked you to hire him. Fire him. The right orphanage's now. Uh, VW wagon that I'm trying to drive to the toy <laughs> yes. store can only go so yeah. fast. Belching black <laughs> smoke out the back. <laughs> so this dude is immediately like, uh, punishment must be given, Pamela. Yeah. And she's like screaming. And this dude just slices and dices with this box cutter from the stock room with this poor girl's murdered yep. horribly. Oh, well. Well, look, but hey. A nice young lady, a nice young child gets this as a present. Let's, you know what? He's, <laughs> Soon he's, enough, he's yeah. thoughtful. He's a thoughtful boy. This is uh, when you're watching the the rentable transfer of this. This is one of the uh, like all timers as far as we're cutting to yes. to unrestored footage right here. I'm almost kind. I part of me wants to rewatch the movie because I'm like, how would this even work without this stuff? Like. It seems like it would just kind of be not as good. Well, that was there's actually even one moment later in the movie where like you're seeing some beat up footage that actually did seem pretty crucial because when it ends, the the actor is in like a completely different location. And I'm like, Jesus, like without that footage, how did you even understand yeah. what was happening at that moment? I yeah. mean, maybe it's just like the the canon editing school, which just make it short. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Dude, and then finally, this Mr. Sims guy, boy, is it funny. He comes in like, yo, oh, and like, <laughs> here comes Billy just fucking hits this dude with a hammer and murders oh, him. So good. Oh, oh man, it's brutal. You get but a the- good, really good blood spurt on that mm-hmm. one. I was really happy with that. And then now I'm finally at the point where I'm crossing fingers for characters to get killed because this um, Mrs. Randall here, I think the lady, oh, the old, yeah. she's just because she's drunk. She's horny for Mr. Sims as all get out. And she's like, Mr. Sims. I say, I say, Mr. Sims. Just like repeatedly and loudly. And the movie's like getting my blood worked up. I'm like, kill this woman. Please kill this lady. (laughs) Or have sex with her, Sims. It's one of two choices here. Either bone or get rid of her. But this lady also looks like. Mark McKinney playing an old lady on sure. Kids in the Hall, which bit. is very funny. A little bit. Um, but yeah, so she like tries to run. Like he comes out. He like biffs killing her right here. And she like right. almost gets away. He's chasing around with an axe or whatever. She does the best. She seems to be really making him struggle. But because Mr. Sims was like, I don't know, like it's going to be such a rager here. We got to lock the door to the toy store. She can't get out. And Billy's like, Oh, good. I'm in the outdoors section of the store. Here's a bow and arrow out of nowhere. <laughs> Jesus. This lady gets it right through the back. I love this, but it's like, what was that doing in a toy store? <laughs> Seriously. And it wasn't like, okay, you want to have like a little bow and arrow set with like suction cup yeah, arrows? Yeah, sure, Fine. Yeah, yeah. This is a full on, you could fucking yeah. take an elk down with this well, arrow. It's Utah. You could probably buy a shotgun there. Oh, as Mr. Well. S- Mr. Sims, you want to turn this into a hunting store slash toy store? Why, that's just what a Walmart. <laughs> would do 
And it's pretty great because Billy kills her and like walks off into the night down the street. And they do a nice, we're just taking quick shots of all the dead people in this toy store. No real audio or yeah. anything. Just a real eerie. It's, it's, nice. a, it's effective. Like it's, a, it's a job it well done here. This Sister Maggie shows up like way too late. Oh, yes. shoot. Walks oh, in boy. like, oh, <laughs> oh, yep. Yep. Oh, yep. The corpse is here. Yep. yep. Oh, I knew this was coming. You know what? You're all getting into heaven. You know, I, I, I'm personally vouching here. You all get the. Fi- yeah. I know the man I'm very close to him. Just start spritzing them with holy water. Yeah, you're fine. There you go. You're Just done. a couple of blessings over the top of them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is kind of funny. She lets out this huge scream and they just cut to this terrifying shot of nutcrackers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's eeriest cool. of yeah. all the Christmas decorations. Well, the nutcrackers. Yeah. That is what's happening to Billy right now. He's just, his nuts are getting cracked from all the Santa <laughs> stuff. It's really, it's, cra- it's cracking his nuts and it's making him go nuts. Uh, so then we cut to, it's kind of weird because it's like the movie's been going on and like, it sort of feels like because we've had those those two other segments of like bad traumatic shit happening to this guy as a kid. And then this is the third movement of the movie. And it kind of feels like in a way that could have serviced as the finale if this was like a yeah. kind of a shorter little like short film yeah. segment kind of a thing. You know what? Because I did kind of get the feeling this just it for me, this movie is missing just a little bit of something extra. And the thing I think I, I kept on thinking was like, if this had just been like an Alfred Hitchcock presents kind of thing, yeah, at like a good fifty-five minutes, it would have been like one of the best they ever did. Oh yeah, or if you trimmed a little bit of it, and it, it could be like a, a a segment in a like Christmas anthology horror sure. film, yeah, yeah. that could have worked. Um, but the movie goes on, and because we need to like have some more victims, it just cuts to this rando couple. <laughs> getting ready to fuck on a pool table. Yeah. It's so weird. It's just, we ran out of people to kill. We're going to find a new house to do it. In. Yeah. And it's like, they're like getting ready to, to fuck. You know, we got, we got shirts off. We're in various stages of dress here. And this guy, <laughs> this guy is just like, Hey baby, you mind if I turn on some music? Those Christmas carolers outside are just making my wood <laughs> fucking go right down, yeah. man. He I also, understand. He also also says uh, uh, that he was going to put his like two ball corner pocket. <laughs> oh, yep, that's kind mm-hmm. of a so do, do, yeah. uh, that's. I'm just asking. Do you mind if I actually put my testicles in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my fucking testicles into your vagina. Uh, hey, baby, uh, I don't know if it'll do anything for you, but it'll really turn me on if you let me teabag this pool table. <laughs> that's the joke that he's making so so she's like oh yeah yeah these uh uh these christmas carolers aren't really fucking getting me going either and he definitely puts on some sort of fake we might be fucking on christmas song a terrible song right because it's just like the christmas blues yeah something like that but it's like it is that like get your dick out santa you know santa's coming with a sack it's she's only got one testicle (laughs) the little girl is like what are you listening to i don't care what you're doing on the pool table the fact that there's a little girl in this house that that you don't know it's there until after the kills are done is crazy well, well, no, no, they're, they're yelling because she comes oh, downstairs. Because okay. uh, that's but I was it's funny. drunk. I was drunk. I was Mr. Oh, well, Sims. Uh, well, you know, was as was the style at the time. Yes, but Good no, it's kind of funny because like you're you're right in a way though because like 
it's by the way, the, the woman is, uh, uh, of course, scream queen legend, Leanna Quigley. Mm. And so she and the guy are downstairs and there's a basement, it's pool table, blah, blah, blah. And because I think what happens is he says something about putting the music on. And she's like, not too loud. We don't want to wake whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then as they're like getting ready to get it on, she comes to the top of the stairs yeah. like, oh, hey, uh, I can't sleep. And they're like, stay up there. Stay. That's a, uh, no, don't come any. Don't come down those stairs. Don't you come down those goddamn stairs? Uh, Santa will kill you. Santa will kill you if you come down those stairs. Just a day, he hates you. There is a great line here where she goes, uh, "If you don't go back to bed, Santa won't come." To which this boyfriend whispers in her ear, "He's not the only one." And instead of being like, "Oh, you pervert," she's like, "You're definitely right. Go to bed." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't be thinking about you. You know, if I get in my head, I can't get there. Daddy's trying to make a white Christmas down here. Go to sleep. <laughs> but you sort of glean that it is this like it's a babysitter situation. Yeah. Because oh, okay, the little yeah. girl Halloween. I mean it's the Halloween. Yeah, the little girl calls uh Leanna Quigley's character like by her first name. It's not mom or whatever. So it's like, yeah, I got this, I got Tad to come over and we're yeah. fucking in the basement and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, the girl does go back to bed, and then it's like, uh-oh. Uh, now she hears like jingle bell jingling outside and she's like, oh, I have to go let the cat in. And I'm like, lady, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's, I, her, let's get our rocks off first here. I agree with that. Yeah. But she heard, oh, I heard the caller and, uh, she lets the cat in, but more than the cat. Cause she's like, oh, there you are. Bad kitty. And the cat runs in and then you just hear punish. <laughs> and dude, he comes around the corner, comes in the fucking house. Punish. punish. I love it. dude. Punish. You see, you see something <laughs> naughty, you do something. This is just responsible. But I don't understand how he comes to find these people. Like he just shows up just at the walks house. down. The just street, like the look of the house, you know. Maybe He's, there was a a Santa Claus, a light up Santa Claus. Well, listen, Santa that. visits every house every year, right, for Christmas. Hey, I'm just doing my job. Exactly, right? making my rounds. And it's Utah. There's one house. Well, that, uh, wait. So, do the Mormons believe in Santa Claus? That's a great question, Chris. I don't, I don't know. Do they have? They probably. I mean, knowing them, they probably have a Black Peter type situation. Oh, that yes, could be. That's some evil guy. Kids. Yes, indeed. Yeah. It's that, or that's a giant snake they worship. I don't know what goes <laughs> Either on. Either or. Yeah. I mean, both evil. I say. Uh, but what is hilarious is like he is chasing Leanna Quigley around this house. They are running, stamping their feet. She is screaming. He does. I got to say, I think this is the best kill of the movie. He pulls a fucking leather face right here. Yeah, this is the best. Lifts her up and mounts her on the mounted deer antler head. Yes. It's a deer head with the antlers still on it, whatnot, and just fucking like squishes it right on. I can tell they got this deer head with like a nice molly into the stud or something. (laughs) The way it's holding up this woman is fantastic. It's looking great. I do. I mean, you, it's like the Wayne's World camera one, camera two, with how they're switching between the old footage and the regular yes, footage. <laughs> it's just like going back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, that's a great way. Because all the puncture, it. like I think all the puncture stuff wasn't cut. Yes, it, it was cut out. Yeah, now it's restored in this questionable, you know, footage quality, but it looks great. No, it it's, looks. I it's, mean, it's really cool. The special the old, effects are great. Even the old footage is good. I I, I love the look of that. I stuff. mean, if there yeah. was ever a time, it's fine to watch a grindhouse quality. Yeah print transfer True. like it's shitty movies like this so it really adds to it which is great but i'm like okay like we we get a good idea of what this house is you know it's kind of like uh like a ranch style situation mm. with the downstairs and whatever it's not a massive um 
purge house or anything like right, that. No. Yeah. How does this boyfriend not hear all the stamping and screaming yeah. and furniture get like after she's murdered, it cuts back to him like laying on that pool table like, bitch. <laughs> Jeez, my girlfriend's been gone an awful long time. I mean, the weird uh, that that is weird, but like he's just shooting pool. Well, he comes back into the room where she is hanging from the wall, and it's like, huh, what the? That's a, and then like he passes her, <laughs> yeah, her and her looks body's, behind him, and is yeah. like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so funny. He's got a line. Uh, if this is some joke, I'm gonna kill her, yeah, which yeah. is great. Um. But then Tommy comes out. Billy? This guy kind of has a little bit of a slobber knocker here. Uh, not, uh, Tommy's the boyfriend. Billy's a uh, gotcha. killer. Yes. Billy comes out, punish. And they get into like, it's kind of like a pro wrestling fight yeah. for a little yes, bit right here. Great, yeah. I like seeing someone put up, put up a fight. It's nice. And it's, then it's pretty great. And then he gets thrown out the window, I think. Dude, yes. and it's, it's finally, I, I'm watching this and I'm like, thank you. This is a more realistic after effect of jumping through a window in a movie. This dude's just got the window in his chest yes. and in his yep. face, and Many he's pieces. totally fucking dead. That is what happens. Don't windows are the dangerous things, you know. Those are <laughs> scary things. You, that, how about that for a horror movie? Windows. Oh, look out, dude! Yeah. There probably is a, yeah. something out there. There isn't that the name of? Oh, this is gonna be really dumb. No, no, no an no, operating that, system. No, that's not the Steve McQueen movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's an Elijah Wood thriller of some open kind. windows yes and it's a oh. it's, it's a, scrolling like uh you know what's it's scary like a dabs. it's a desktop movie yes. though right yeah yeah, yeah. It's like closed, open tabs. closed windows are scarier because you go through the glass then yeah open oh, window you're kind of oh, right sure. unless it's t- unless you're on the second floor or above there is <laughs> a, a a pretty funny movie about a, a killer lawnmower i think it's called blades uh you can get something <laughs> like that with windows oh yeah there you go sure. yeah, yeah, there yeah, you go yeah. Uh, the window could talk, could go up and down. The, the, get out. Yeah. Yes. Sadly, that is not the plot to uh, The House with the Laughing Windows, the Giallo movie. Oh, uh, yeah. oh not you, that. You There's tr- a killer. You tried to blind me with these blinds, but I, I am now free. My- my eyes are open now, and it is you who will be blinded. And then there's like glass in the eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah! yeah. Oh, I like this. double pain. <laughs> oh, double, yes. You, you, you have normal pain, but I, who must deal with all of your things, have double pain. Oh no, that's what it is, right? So when the like the, the trailer, it's like this Halloween, you'll feel the pain, and it's written on the poster, and it's P A N E. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Dude, this is a million dollar. When, yeah, when, when when they're looking to make the grim remake of Monster House, please do call us. Oh, absolutely. The real life, the live action Monster House. Yeah, get get us going. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, people in lackluster Halloween sequels, this guy playing Tommy uh, gets murdered in uh, Halloween: Curse of Michael Myers. Wow! So yeah. everyone's in Halloween. I think there's another dude later on in the film uh, that's in part five. Also, that's crazy. <laughs> there should be a uh, what's it called with the Grammy? If you get all the uh, oh, you egot. If you egot, you should be able to get an egot for like someone, uh, like just a background player. Who's been killed in every horror? Film. Oh no. yes, it's like yes. he got killed by Jason, Michael, uh, Santa, window. <laughs> it's a Santa window, window. the lawnmower, <laughs> Leatherface, the Lord Christ. Uh, yeah, all those Hellraiser, like the the yeah. big boy, the big boys. I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah. That would be cool, man. I wonder if anyone's crossed all those someone, thresholds. Someone's got had someone had to have done it the most. You know, obviously he hasn't gotten to all of them, but like 
Who was killed by the most iconic slashers? This, That's an interesting uh, question. Uh, uh, our hmm. dead meat people might have to get on this for us. Yeah, I, I don't got the time to take on a project. Consult our dead meat buds there. Yeah. Get some numbers running on that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's fucked up. Like, the little girl comes out at this point, by the way, after all this murders happen. It's like Santa. And it's like, this is what this is like where the movie's like, all right, how uh, like awful do you think we're going to be in this movie? And, and it's like, is met, he going to kill yeah. this little girl? And I love that. You know, we always have this scene, and I love that it always is kind of the same, where it's like Jason and Jason lives, sees all the kids. You're like, oh, he's going to kill them. And then he just watches them sleep and leaves because yeah. he sympathizes with them. Right. Similar here. Yeah. Well, have you done more. anything naughty? In no. Th- Are you sure? In well, Thanksgiving, he feeds the cat. Oh, well, yes. oh right. Yeah, oh, that's an yeah. amazing moment that in is Thanksgiving. Really but this, I, I, this, to me, calls to, um, like, Frankenstein. Like the 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 these kind of interactions. Oh sure, like you're sure. always just like on that pencil, and of course it's much darker in Frankenstein. Well, I was gonna say the Frankenstein monster does indeed yes. accidentally kill that. But girl. The, that the tension of the scene is yes. something I think they ride a lot with these. Yeah, I mean it's similar. In, uh, I mean, just keep using them Frankenstein movies. Bride of Frankenstein. It's like, is he gonna kill that blind guy? Yeah. So, Smoke, good. It's like he smoked you up, monster. Don't kill him. It's okay. Um, then we we cut to these two cops, and then this is where I realized I was like. The movie at this point, like your anchor through the whole thing is Billy. Mm. But then when we're doing the murder spree, now we're introducing all these characters and Billy's not really the anchor as much. Because like, here's these two cops and it's like, oh, we got a sign to be looking around. There's some Santa Claus guy supposedly causing trouble or whatever. And I'm like, who are either of you? I I, I don't care. I really back here. I don't care. (laughs) Um, But you know, that kind of functions in a way that uh, now you never know when Santa's going to strike, which is sort of effective towards the last cops kill. Right. Because like, so right here, they they're driving along. They see a dude dressed as Santa up on a ladder, like going into a window. What kind of fucking psycho is this guy? So they bust through the house. They run up. No knock, by the way. Yeah. Well, it's an emergency. And the, <laughs> the wife's like, excuse me. The two cops run up the stairs, pull great. out their guns. They're going to kill this guy. And it's like the kid recognizes it as her father, daddy or whatever. It's a great comical. The two cops hear that and yeah. look at each other. Daddy. Daddy. The door kicks in. He just says, Meredith, I can explain. But could you like you're I mean, I'm sure I'm sure someone listening does this every year. Just I just find it odd. To take a ladder and enter your own house through a window <laughs> as Santa Claus to, I guess. I don't get what the point of this. Like, what was the dad's goal? Because the little girl was totally asleep. So, like, what are you doing? It's just the stupidest thing in the fucking world. Because, like, <laughs> it, it's like, oh, is Santa Claus like the tooth fairy? Like, does he sneak? Yeah. Like, that's, this isn't even Santa Claus shit. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'll say if any, uh, I want to know about any uh, folks growing up, relatives pretending to be Santa in extreme situations, right in the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Anyone try to do the Phoebe Cates dad from uh, Gremlins? That's a horrible one. Oh my God, what a moron. Did your parents, (laughs) did your father ever try doing something from the, like the one in Silent Night, Deadly Night? If so, how many times a year do you you allow him to speak to you? And now does, uh, You want to kill people as Santa Claus when you see yes. sex now. Is I would imagine so. Please write in. Uh, so he goes from uh, killing uh, those two teens there, Leanna Quigley and uh, dude uh, from Halloween 6 there, and then finds himself just wandering the woods because we cut to these two. This is hysterical shit. It's two boys who are like clearly 
at least 16 or 17 years old. Right. This. They're getting ready to go sledding in the middle of the night. First of all, I have to say, growing up in upstate New York, I know what a good sled path looks yeah. like. This is shit. No, this is great. absolute yeah. fucking shit. Amateur hour here. Total amateur hour, dudes. These two guys are like, all right, we're ready to go down the hill. And like, these actors are way too old for how these two characters are written because yeah. then comes in two dudes that look exactly like them and they're supposed to be the scary older boy bullies. Yeah, it's a difference of like 33 and 36. Yeah. It is it's not so much. funny. We, we yeah. do try to like milk some tension here being like, I think there's someone else out there or whatever. And you're thinking of Santa because you heard the jingle for a second and it's like, oh my God. Right. But then it turns out to be those bullies who then like sucker punch them and steal their sleds. Yep. Now we're going very sledding. Funny. Yeah. Very funny. Well, yeah, I, you, the minute they steal this, you're like, you're like, oh, where is he? Where's my boy? Where's yes. his axe? Where yes. is he? Yep. Well, well, he's coming right up. This is great. So the one guy goes down and then the, the bigger, meaner bully goes to start sledding. I get to go sledding first because I'm a big bully. <laughs> and Santa cuts this dude's head off in oh, a fuck great yeah. fashion. Amazing. Naughty. Like this dude pops out like the Mortal Kombat toasty guy. Yes. It's like, here's this bully going down the, the sled, uh, you know, going down the hill on the sled. Naughty. Decapitation. You're driving along. You're driving along. <laughs> uh, it's so good. And then, like, the guy waiting for his buddy to come down the hill, like, yeah, we got the little kid's sleds, right, Buford? Dude, where's your head? Yeah. Oh, man. It's awesome. This guy just starts doing I got to say, this guy, this bully screaming, this dude's got a good scream on Yeah. I bad. feel like John Travolta at the end of Blowout and watch the movie. I'm like, yeah, it's a good scream. Yeah. It's a good scream. <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it right here. The head That's rolling a great after, ending, it, by too. the way. Oh, yeah. I just oh, rewatched yeah. Blowout again. What a great movie! Primo motion picture. Yeah. Um, yeah the the sled coming down with just the corpse on it is great, and the head rolling after it, which you have to feel like Billy picked that up and threw it down the hill, right? Like oh, yeah. oh, that yeah. wasn't just the force of oh, the thing. He was like got stuck. Okay, yeah. hold on. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna want this. Play some soccer. <laughs> um. So Sister Margaret at some point is like, oh, by the way, he's probably going back to the orphanage, which he should be because this mother superior should have been the number one villain oh, or yeah. the number one victim or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, man, he's going back there. All units respond to the orphanage or whatever. Right. She's and, with like a detective or something going oh, there by this, herself. Dude, this yeah. nothing old guy detective yes, out Johnny of nowhere. Lately. Like now the thing is like, you know, in something like Halloween or something like this would have been. A character throughout the entire film, yes, but, but yep. it's it's barely a role. Well, I don't think the guy even has a name. Yeah. It's just like the, detective. The problem is they blow their load in doing all of the people at the workspace in the one like moment. Like, there's only one crime scene. There's nothing yeah, to go right. to. That's the thing. It's like, and I know, I understand, folks. It's Utah. There's no real towns or anything. <laughs> sure, but the. The, like it's something like Halloween, you get a texture of the town. Yeah, you know the kids come and go. You see the adults come and go. You the have sheriff's a, got the name. You have a feel for what that town is. You yeah. do not have that here. You have just the toy store, and then everything that that comes after it. You could have tried to integrate it a little more. Have like a town center where you see this cop at some point earlier in the right. Home. Well, because that stuff's always mislabeled as downtime stuff, and I'm like. No, it's important. It like, is you important. Can't, you can't just say like, yeah, okay, people aren't getting killed or fucking. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Like, but you, yeah. It, it's atmosphere and it helps you 
buy into the premise, buy into the film. It, it feels like, like a real place. Yeah. I mean, like if let's say Leanna Quigley and the boyfriend, or maybe it's just Leanna Quigley's character came into the toy store. Oh, I got to get something for my cousin yeah. or whatever. And then like, Billy sees her at one point. Like that's at least something. She it's a flashes someone. I mean, oh like, well, maybe yeah, that, that, you know, <laughs> sure. Small stuff to just give this some character. Yeah. Uh, so this APB goes out for Billy. The dude is like, and by the way, we are authorized. You shoot that Santa on sight. You understand? <laughs> shoot to kill. Yeah. And this one cop responds. This uh, this is the dude I believe that's also in Halloween Five. Playing okay. some doctor. Yeah. Okay. This uh, trigger happy cop here. They roll up to the orphanage and there is a Santa <laughs> approaching the children and oh, they Jesus. light him up. And they Man, from the back, dude. He doesn't even get a look at this no. guy's fucking face. Great. A little, you know, I guess squibs or whatever. Great. A little effect. We're here seeing the blood come out of this dude. Falls down. It turns out he was like, what, Father O'Malley? Yeah. He was the priest that they hired to do the Santa <laughs> a thing for deaf the kids. Priest. Like, oh, yeah. That's. Because like they're t- they're the uh, sister Margaret like hears the report over the detective's radio and she's like, no no the the physical description of that guy is all oh, wrong. Wow. That's not Billy. That sounds like Father O'Malley or whatever. And then yeah. uh, the the guy's like, well he said he screamed his name and he didn't turn around. And he's like, that's because the priest is deaf. And I'm like, you just shot this deaf old man yeah. in front of children. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, you're and fired. it's so funny. It's like so many points. Uh, like. When he gives that uh, box cutter to the little girl after Denise and Tommy are killed. Oh, yes. I don't know if we mentioned that, but you're that right. and then this, you have, you're springing up tons of other. Oh, you're making a little army of Billy. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's going to become the Easter bunny eventually. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. going to, it's all going to come back to you. Well, that's the thing is you take uh, in our SantaCon version, you have like a quick flashback and one of the killers was one of the kids at this at, yeah. the, oh, at the orphanage. Yeah, yeah. baby. And he went, made his way to the big city and look out. Um, so yeah, the mother superior like brings all the kids inside or whatever. And she's like trying to distract them by singing uh, like Christmas carols and shit while this other cop like goes exploring the grounds or whatever, um, looking around this part where he like goes into a weird, like, outside basement kind it's of like thing. that scene from tar like he's going down <laughs> into this thing yeah, yeah 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 searching for the some Santa. weird dogs turns around bashes his head on the on the, on the oh no stairs. it's nothing I, I fell down a little bit sorry <laughs> i mean it's like a weird like staircase to a bunker or some shit yeah. i don't know what's going on here yeah this this whole ending sequence is is, is a little weird geography wise yeah, but like, it's still kind of cool it's cool like dude doesn't find anything so he comes back out of the basement and then it's uh just Punish. And this dude, much like Scatman Crothers in The Shining, gets a fucking axe right to the chest. Yeah. Uh, dude dead instantly here. Toasty. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah, he is a toasty. Absolutely. Uh, so like here, oh, Billy's on the premises, blah, blah, blah. I do love the great thing. Right before he goes into the orphanage, he uses the axe to decapitate that snowman. Ah, that's great. You got to put that in the kill count. Yeah, that yeah. is yep. part of the body mm-hmm. count. That snowman but, lost his life. Yep, that's children's dreams. He's killing children's <laughs> dreams. It's, it's very nice. He slaughtered a child's imagination over there. <laughs> <Please>. Okay, <laughs> Body well, count. What was naughty about that imagination? <laughs> uh, so, uh, people shouldn't be snow anyway. <laughs> Humans are flesh and blood. We're not making human people out of snow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Santa killed my parents. That's that's bad enough. <laughs> A snowman ate my Honestly. brother. 
we're we're due for a classy reboot of Jack Frost, yep. the uh, horror, yep. the snowman horror movie. Way less uh, carrot related jokes. Yes, less like jokes. let's make it a real serious horror. Film. Yeah, yeah. Steal the beginning of uh, the sentimental Jack Frost with Michael Keaton, <laughs> yep. where he's a blues man. Yep. Oh well, yeah, the like Jack the, Frost uh, blues band, like the Invisible Man, and it's like a tech bro that accidentally turned himself into water or something. <laughs> <laughs> he has to like. <laughs> he, he turns into ice just to have a form. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that, <laughs> Mister Mister oh, Freeze. So great. Uh, so yeah, he marches. A, a little kid lets him in. It's like, oh, Santa's here. Right, and the yeah. kid opens the door, and like, I gotta tell you, this is the biggest non-payoff tease of this movie. He is ready to slay this mother superior, the yeah. person you oh. have wanted dead from like. That second movement of the movie, like from the moment you meet this character, you want her fucking ice. And you want her dead even more now because she's yelling, hey, no, no, there is no Santa Claus to keep these kids away from him. I, this, Come on. You're ruining the magic for the kids. Yes, you're William, right. listen to me. Lieutenant Pembry, this woman. <laughs> Put your face. There you go. Under her face yep. and pretend to be a dead nun and get them to take you out. Oh. That's Mother Superior there. God damn it. You talk to her. Her, her name's Mother Superior. <laughs> oh, poor Jim Pembry, dude. But he is shot before he can uh, kill her, unfortunately. Yeah, this fake detective character just ices. So many people getting shot in the back in this movie, by the way. Uh, so he's dead. And then it's just sort of the last thing you see is. And this, I didn't entirely tie together. I had to, like, be told this part because the little boy is not really. There's one scene with this little boy before where you're supposed to get that it's the little brother who was the infant at the time of the murder. Right. And now is like this little kid. Terrible job. Yeah, it's it it, it doesn't even come off here, but it's like he's the little brother of Billy. He sees his brother dead and he looks at the mother superior and just goes naughty. And it's freeze frame. Yeah, <laughs> he does. I mean, that is that little boy becomes garbage day in part yeah. two. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. See, we could all become and that something. little boy grew <laughs> up to circle <laughs> garbage day. I do love that. Oh, delivery. it's great. It's so great. Um, we're playing another creep fake fucking Christmas song at mm-hmm. the end here. Just it's some like Santa's watching. He's always watching. It's true. Kind He'll bury you in an unmarked grave. He's Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, but that is the end of this movie. The end of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yes, it would indeed spawn four sequels. Jesus. Only one of which people give a shit about. But I will say, actually, I've seen, I have not seen the Monty Hellman part three. I've seen four no, I've definitely seen five though, because five is the Mickey Rooney toy maker movie. Oh, <laughs> I wow. did not see this. I don't think I've seen that one. It's dumb as shit. I watched it on Shutter. I think last holiday season. I got to get on these. Would recommend, and it's fucking funny because Mickey Rooney was one of the people that came out against that first movie. <laughs> oh, jeez, what do you got to show little Santa Claus get getting all the kids all scared for? Uh-huh. Oh, they, I'll be in part five. Did they get so uh, angry when I guess not? Because it's different. It's Santa Claus on the attack uh, over Scrooge. Oh, like, oh. I, I guess he's, he's an action hero in that. So he's not actually getting killed. Yeah, he's still kind of saving. But still the day. like slandering his image, I would say. That's true. And the answer is no, because God. these people really enjoy 
picking and choosing garbage. Yeah. Their, their outrage here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is going to do it for this motion picture. Go around the horn here. Final thoughts, Eric Siska? Yeah, no, I think this is, I mean, there's obviously a few faults in it. It's not like a perfect movie. It's just nearly perfect. Sure. <laughs> sure. No, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's kind of a great movie to put on around the holiday season when you kind of wish Halloween didn't end, which is kind of me all the time. (laughs) So I would recommend it. And I think it is a lot of fun. Obviously it's not as good as window, the horror movie, for instance, but uh, you could do a lot worse. I enjoyed this film. Chris Cabin. Uh, This, I recommend it for sure. It's a good introduction to slashers. If you're not trying to go with the big ones. Yeah. Uh, if you're just trying to get like a lean and meaner, like just go one in, in, it's means like even the uncut version, 84 minutes, it really does fly right the fuck by. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like not much to it. And like, as we've been saying, it's, there's not much to it. And that's both a positive and a negative for me. Uh, and I think it's worth, I mean, I think so saw this, I think two years ago, I was like, I like it. Like, and she had to like, she saw Scream first and she like was freaked out by the Drew Barrymore kill. Sure. Uh, but like now she's gone in she, and she likes this one. She likes a few other ones. So like, yeah, I would recommend it. Yeah, I totally recommend this movie. I'm still more of a Christmas evil stand yes. myself. It is a better movie. Um, but this this is really good. And it's been a while since I'd seen it. And I think it's totally, totally worth your time. It's quick. And again, like, you know, there is a, a, a wealth of holiday horror. Um, they're churning them out every year. There's more of them now. And like, I got to tell you, just like anything, it is too much of a good thing. And like some of these movies are just not good. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but this entirely works. I think I would recommend it. Uh, so check it out. That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, if you want more, we hate movies, we are going holiday crazy. Uh, right now, if you are on our Patreon at the $8 level or up, you're listening to this holiday horror uh, episode ad free that's right no advertisements no ad reads by us no ad reads inserted that is available to you now yes indeed and uh uh, uh, we're having all kinds of stuff going on the sideshows here our animation damnation we are dealing with the absolutely terrible doug's christmas yes oh man doug's christmas special or story or whatever it's called where the town is trying to kill his dog pork chop Chris Cabin freaked out. He hated that fucking really episode. Do. You have to listen to his vitriol and also listen to us struggle to get through the Star Wars holiday special. I think I mentioned it earlier up top. We did that on the Gleep Glossary, a special presentation, 60th episode of the Gleep Glossary. Oh, yeah. Our Star Wars Shine show where... And this time we went deep, big deep dive mm. on that Star Wars holiday special, redoing an episode we did Eight or nine years ago. Part two, I believe, yes, is what we wish two. we should be it's uh, calling it. It's uh, a redux. Yeah. On the uh, Once in a Lifetime, of course, we are going to be doing a very nutty Christmas <laughs> with Melissa speaking Joan Hart. Of, speaking of terrifying nutcrackers, oh, man. Boy. Right. So this it's, is a Lifetime movie about a nutcracker that comes to life and tries to romance a lady. So get on that. That's at the $10 level. There's so much stuff going on. We've got a commentary track on the Prisoner of Azkaban, the Harry Potter motion picture. That's right. That'll be coming out towards the end of this month. Uh, Christmas times all over that movie. You get get your Christmas section of Harry Potter stories, of course. Of course. And like we we would be bringing up Melrose 210, but there's really nothing Christmassy about. Nothing Christmassy. There's a big fucking fat episode on there there for you anyway. Take a a break from Christmas and hit the beach with Melrose 210. That is our recap show where we talk about Beverly Hills 902 
and Melrose Place. And if you also want another break from Christmas, the Nexus is back to the regularly scheduled programming after our episode with Search for Spock. We are now just doing an episode of TOS and an episode of TNG. I haven't looked at the TNG episode yet. Maybe they're doing like some Dickensian Christmas shit on the holidays. Oh, yeah. I mean, you never know. Sometimes the Nexus lines up in a weird oh, way like that. And Mr. You'll get a Data, I'm playing Charles Dickens on the holiday. Oh, I get to say street urchin. Why don't you Charlie my Dickens? Uh, and here on the Tuesday feed, uh, Tuesday lineup of episodes, I should say, uh, the holiday fun rolls on next week. And if Steve Sadak were here, he'd be telling you we're talking about a movie even more terrifying yes. than this movie, Chris Cabin. Uh, love, actually. Finally, we are doing huh? this hunk oh, of yeah. shit. I have never seen the whole thing. Only, oh, my God, only Eric. clips. It looks, it looks like not for me. I'm excited to dig Full in. Full on nightmare town. Just get ready for it, baby. <laughs> I've, uh, I've seen this movie approximately one time. No, exactly one time, as a matter of oh, fact. Wow. But what I didn't recall... Dude, we're looking at like two hours and 15 minutes. Oh, baby. There's a lot of actors in that movie, and they all get their time. They certainly do. So until next week, where we're talking about the holiday horror spectacular that is Love Actually, I've been Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy.